Had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern day Yoda. I'm your Huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is Thursday, October 13th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We are here from 3 to 6 from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Visit louisvillebusiness.louisville.edu for more information. I always want to put Louisville first. Business.louisville.edu is the website. They're going to tell you all about how you can get your MBA and feel like you're getting paid in the process. If that seems like a, I don't know, something you might be interested in, find the details at business.louisville.edu. We're here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know what better as the Big X, and we're here until 6 o'clock today. we got intern Patrick in the house rocking a Yankees World Series champion sweatshirt. we got Trevor Kelsey in the house rocking a Hartford Whalers t-shirt. I'm rocking the Campbell Camels basketball shirt, Chris Clemens forever. I love you. I almost wore, I am wearing orange today. I, I almost pulled my Philly shirt off too, and went. We could have been Orange Brothers. We could have. I almost rocked the Orange Cassidy T-shirt. Then I remembered, like it's like a balloon, and I wanted to wear long sleeves, and it was going to look like I was wearing shoulder pads in here if I did that. Uh, so I, I, could, I couldn't make that happen. But you need to wear it like over a hoodie or two hoodies, maybe. The, the, the old school, like I'm a, a high school wrestler trying to cut weight. <laughs> yeah, like you're walking around with the, like you had the hangers still in the back of your shirt. Exactly. <laughs> it is a celebratory day on the show. I think I, I do think it is a bit. It's hilarious that you, obviously you're a wrestling fanatic. I'm not. But when you started talking about no, wrestling, don't say so short. <laughs> when it became very apparent early on in the show that I wasn't going to be able to keep you from talking about wrestling, I randomly just picked up on one name that I heard you mention that I thought was funny, Orange Cassidy, about how like, I, I like him. And then I would also make a running joke about Gangrel coming back from my, you know, the, the three-year period where I watched WWF during the Attitude Era when everybody was watching it. And like, I thought of the most random wrestler I could. I was like, is Gangrel wrestling tonight? It became a recurring joke. Since that time, Gangrel has come back to AEW, yes. which is hilarious. And now we have Orange Cassidy, I believe, is the new world champion. Well, not world champion. Oh, he's not the big, he's not no, the big no, champion? No, he's, the, he's what, what more, more closer to you. Like the Intercontinental? He's the Atlant- All-Atlantic champion. Well, what's that? It's like it's. I thought he was wrestling for the big title. Well, it's it's a secondary title. It's right there with like uh, it'd be like, it'd be the equivalent of like the uh, intercontinental inter- or intercontinental or the member of the European Championship that D'Lo Brown held for so long. Ye- okay, Do you, kind of. Kind you, of. you don't remember? It was it, it was around for a few years. Maybe okay. not in that little six month span you were watching, but it's it's in that level. It's, it's a secondary title along with uh, they don't have intercontinental. There's this called the uh, TNT title. But it's right there with that, and that's right below the, the heavyweight championship. Okay. Well, it was still, when you let his me know His first championship, night, though. His first championship, I'm celebrating. 
it's it's been you know we talk about my team's never winning anything, but now I've got a world champion or I'm calling him a world. You champion. got a champion. I got a champion wrestler in my back pocket. I'm I mean, about it. You did pull out the orange though, as you said. I, mean, I did. You had, you had the orange graffiti flying. The best friends came out there and gave him the big hug. Love the best friends. That's what everybody wants to see. Got to give the people what they want. And they did. And then, uh, yeah. And he Were came. you pleased overall with the, the your AEW Wednesday? I know it's, it's your big night. It's like your Saturday. It was, it was fun. Uh, other than the fact the first, like, I think, like, three, a couple segments in, I already got, like, two Toronto Blue Jay jokes by the heels. Oh, man. Oh, it's because it was they're in Toronto, yeah. Oh. And, I mean, if, you, cuts deep. If, you ever, if you're ever looking for GP, you always make fun of the other team's sports team. The city you're in the sport, always make fun of their sports team. And uh, so, yeah, you, you I, had, I had, you know, Maple Leafs crack in there, and then there was a Blue Jay, a couple Blue Jay jokes. And other than that, I was like, I'll get past it. It made me hate the guy more, which is what the heel's supposed to do anyway. Well done. But I was, uh, yeah, it was a fun show. It was a good one. You main evented, you being Orange Cassidy. Yeah, my crew. Which uh, made me think that there was a chance he was going to win when I saw him come out there. And I was I was into the match. I popped. I jumped. I I started clapping when he won. I was getting into it. Well, Kelsey Manor popped. Oh, yeah. The dogs looked up like, whoa, whoa. I did watch the clip. So his uh, his finisher is the orange punch. Yes, I like that. Yeah, well and done. It, Just a nice little punch. Impact tried because he's a bastard. He tried to cheat by bringing out the hammer. I was gonna try to hit him with the hammer again, and Orange just overcame that. Gave him not one but two orange punches just to make sure. Just for good measure. Just keep him down. He ain't getting up. Just keep him down. Uh, we've got it was the, a fun night. Outside of celebrating Orange Cassidy's world championship, I'm going to keep calling it. Cause I, I, all Atlantic, whatever. That's too specific. I wish it, it was I wish it had made out to be ACC in some way. That would have been great. That would have been, but not the AAC. No one wants the AAC. Well, we do own the AAC around we do. here. Suck at UCF, of course. Yes. And suck at uh, USF. Any other AAC team wants to come at us, we're going to deal with them. If we do play Memphis State in a bowl game, guess what? They're going to get got. Oh, yeah. That's how we Bring handle things. Down. We, don't, we don't lose AAC games unless it's 2013 and it's UCF on our home field. But we don't lose in Orlando. I'll tell you that much well, right that now. That one was my fault because I went to the high school game instead. Of That's all you. It's on me. I understand. I, I Trust me. I've been living with this guilt for years. we got plenty to get to today. We want to hear from you in the in-between on the Thornton's text line. Text us at 502-414-1450. We love Thornton's. Love our Sugar Bowl champion, Alex Cupper, who's helping us out over at Thornton's. We love the fact that there are 63,617 area Thornton's locations. There's that many of them for a reason. They know what they're doing. And they know what they're doing because they've got the Refreshing Rewards app. Saves you money every time you have to fuel up at the pump. Saves you money when you go inside and get some delicious Thornton's food or some snacks, what have you. Whatever you want, Thornton's is going to save you money. Download that Refreshing Rewards app today and then text us at 502-414-1450. Your questions, your comments, your thoughts, your concerns, your ideas, your whatever, we'll deal with that today. We've got to, a lot of hoop stuff to get to today. Not just fallout from, fallout's the wrong word. I guess reaction from media day stuff from yesterday. We talked a little bit about Kenny Payne's comments and uh, less about what LLS and, and Sidney Curry had to say because there wasn't all that much there. But there has been some additional reaction over the last 24 hours to Kenny Payne's comments. But we've got some recruiting nuggets on the basketball side of things. We're going to have an A.J. Johnson update of the day, which is, I think, pertinent to our interest around here. We've got a Trenton Flowers update, one of the many people, high-profile recruits who are going to be in town for Louisville Live uh, on Friday. And then football. We've got recruiting notes there as well. Ruben Owens update. Interesting on a couple of fronts there to get to. Some updated rankings to talk about. Um, we don't. I think there's one mysterious injury news floating around there a little bit that may or may not be news that we can talk about, um, which would directly impact our chances in the next two games against Wake Forest and Pitt. Uh, so we'll get to all that good stuff, and then we'll take your text, obviously, as well. Uh, first and foremost, though, TK. Where do we start? 
Where do we start? Where do we start? Well, we already started with Orange Cassidy. Well, that was, I mean, that headlined in most sports talk shows across the country. It did. I also was, I'm, I'm kind of bummed. I've, get, I've gotten into the groove of before I go to sleep. Like, I love having the MLB playoffs to kind of watch. Like, I watched Padres Dodgers last night, which oh, was yeah, that was on last electric. Night, it? it was an unbelievable game. It was fantastic. Did the dragon show up again? Dragon didn't show up. That's my knowledge. <laughs> there was a goose, though, that was on the field for a long time. And they were talking a lot about the goose. And it, it, the Dodgers were one hit away. If Will Smith had hit a three-run home run after this goose came on the field, you would have you would have woken up at 2:30 p.m. this afternoon, Trevor, to about 50,000 stories about this rally goose. Like it was it was a every sports writer was like, oh, content, content, content. Dodgers <laughs> coming back after this goose landed on the field. Here we go. But unfortunately, our boy uh, popped up, and then he actually made the last out of the game in the ninth inning. But uh, Padres win, even up the series there. But tonight we have postponement. In the Yankee series, they're not going to play game two tonight because inclement weather. So we're just going to have one game, um, which kind of sucks. But yeah, did Patrick jinx this with wearing the sweatshirt? I think he did a little bit. I think he did a little bit. What did he say? It's a cool sweatshirt. Turn his mic on. Yeah. Well, I forgot he was there. It's a cool sweatshirt. That's what he said. Dynamite drop in, Patrick. Yeah, (laughs) best in the business for nothing. We'll have at three thirty. We'll have the Mariners Astros game starting, so we can flip that bad boy on the TV. No, we don't. And Guardians Yankees. We don't don't care about the Mariners. I just talked to Dylan before this series, and the Yankees won Game One, and he was like, "We're like, how confident are you?" And he said, "I think we're." He's like, "We're not healthy enough to win a World Series right now." We're healthy enough to win this series. Shots fired at the Guardians. <laughs> He's like, we're healthy enough to win this series. Hopefully, in a couple of weeks, we'll be healthy enough There's to win a World Series. There's a big difference between, the, 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 between Cleveland and, and Houston. Well, and the Dodgers, if they get there. You know, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not, well, that's not you know, put, our, put the, the cart before the horse. Yeah, 111 games. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, didn't the Mets win 100 games and didn't even make it out of the playoffs? They won 101 games, yeah. and they, uh, they they lost in, in the first round. Whatever, we won 96 last year and didn't even get in the playoffs, so you can suck it. Well, just saying. I think the Dodgers it was like the 20th most of all to any team in Major League history. Was it? Mm-hmm. It was the most of any team since like the 60s. They they won a lot of games. Yankees do on the, they on the record, right, from like the 98 team or something, didn't they? I it? don't know. Couldn't tell. Uh, most wins in a season? Yeah. What did uh, it's early 2000, like, 01 Mariners won, like, 119. That's right. You know, he is right. The Ichiro team, yeah. The last team to make the playoffs before this year for the Mariners. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I did. You're right. Now you mentioned that. I did, that does ring a bell. And it's just a tie with an early Cubs team, like a 1906 Cubs team or something. Classic yeah. Cubs. Just ruining history for everybody. That is pretty messed up, though. You you, you break through it because they didn't. I don't. The two record holders are the Cubs and the Mariners. Well, and the Mariners not exactly known for world class success. Not only do the Mariners do nothing with that run because I believe they lost in like their first playoff uh, series in that year. Did they lose the Yankees? Uh, probably. Uh, they always lose the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees. The that was the year the Yankees lost to the the Arizona. So, yeah. he, but that also they went on a twenty year drought of playoffs right after they set the record for most wins in a season. That is, and the Cubs have the longest World Series drought ever. After, that's something. <laughs> that's insane. Lesson learned, people, kids. Don't win the most games in MLB season. <laughs> it will not turn out well. Not only will you not probably win a World Series, you may never make it back to the playoffs. Nothing good comes from it. Nothing good comes from it. We. By that's the way, why the Reds keep avoiding it. Exactly. We. <laughs> Reds, Reds are like you know what? Any we're, day now. We're staying far away from that record. It's going to work out. We're just going to keep losing playoff series every fifth year. Um, you, you, we mentioned UCF in passing there. They do. They play a game tonight. They're the Thursday night game. They play Temple. Have you seen what they're wearing? The Golden Knights? The space? Yes. They're wearing like, oh, like SpaceX or something? They are wearing Space U jerseys. 
as if there was some sort of competition for this title. Is there a picture? Did you tweet this? Brett McMurphy has it on his Twitter right, from this morning. Okay. They, I mean, black uniforms with blue lettering. It says Space U across the chest. It says Space U across the forehead of the helmet. It says Mission VI on the back. As if there's some sort of like. That is. if Do you know what that is? What? That's the Orlando creative franchise from Madden. Okay. That's how generic and stupid that looks. <laughs> I don't really understand <laughs> what the what the point is. Um, I don't know if they're battling for other schools that are near, you know, launch sites for the title of being Space U. Wasn't that just Houston? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it, like I guess the Cougars <laughs> yeah, I mean. are they trying to get ahead of Dana Holgerson here before he can get out? Like, I, I just don't really get it. But they have. There's a whole the, the helmet. They've got this. There's an outline of the Spitzer Telescope. There are six Polaris stars on the helmet. There's an exoplanet, which is depicted near the Leo constellation that's on the helmet. This whole thing is just... Are you speaking gibberish? I'm reading their (laughs) official press release. This is a real thing that they don't... They have a mission patch uh, on their their uniforms. It's just outrageous. Now... But I hope they win. There goes my phone. Forgot it was on there. Uh, Be a professional. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... uh, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming they do do some launches from Orlando, but aren't they primarily not just in Orlando? Aren't they in other, like, cities in Florida? Yeah. I feel like when they talk about, like, space launches, it's not just always, it's, it's either always Texas or it's, it's Florida, but I don't remember everything actually being Orlando. I mean, Orlando just tries to claim everything. Well, yeah, I mean, but they get Disney. I mean, why don't we just put, like, where's Mickey? Cape Canaveral? That that's the one I'm used to hearing. Yes, Cape Canaveral. That's okay. the big one. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now is that is that actually in Orlando? I've got no idea. Patrick, Google this. Come on, buddy. That's what you're here for, man. It's in Florida. It's yeah, all, we know. That's all, that's all I know we know that, but I mean, do we? Is it like? <laughs> hey, I'm the one that didn't realize which coast mine. I mean, it's on, in okay? it's in Cape Canaveral. I don't know. What, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Cape Canaveral is near, but that's that's a city. It's a District of Columbia. I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming that it's got to be near Orlando if they're going to to claim it. You would like to think so, but I'm not going to be willing to bet on it. Well, yeah, we because I don't trust. Show doesn't specialize. I don't in trust Central Florida. They don't even know what the hell their name is half the time, and now they're using just different logos. It's on the coast, pretty close to Orlando. Okay, it's on the coast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean Central Florida is inappropriately named named anyway. It's like Western Kentucky, not really, not accurately named. <laughs> but Air Force, they wore some pretty cool space uniforms this Air year. Air Force too. did wear some space. Maybe that's who they're competing with. Yeah. Purdue, they wore some pretty cool space uniforms in like 2019. Well, why did Purdue do it? Neil Armstrong went to Purdue. Oh, oh well, I didn't know that. This is like I still think that's a dumb reason to do it, but I didn't know that. This I is developing know. into a Abraham Lincoln situation where everybody's claiming him for a different <laughs> reason. And I've been saying this for years. Kentucky needs to just go ahead and be like, no, 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 we're the land of Lincoln, not Illinois, not every state you go to. Like uh, you're driving, and you're like entering Wyoming, and it's like Abraham Lincoln's great grandfather once placed a foot on it. No, he didn't. That, that didn't happen. Cape Canaveral by the way is an hour from Orlando. Okay. That's not, that, you can't be an hour. Come on, an hour? Louisville doesn't claim Lexington stuff. We don't even know that that's why they're claiming. I'm sure the text line is correcting us. We, we don't need to reveal ourselves as idiots this early in the show, but there we go. Wow. I mean, this is, I don't know what's any earlier uh, than You're ruining my Lincoln spiel by, once again, going back to things that we've moved on from. But thank you. How's it moving on when you're compare, using your Lincoln spiel to compare to what I'm still talking about? Because we don't. nobody cares like, where, where Orlando is in relation to <laughs> I mean, no one cares these. about Lincoln. They, they do. Mary Todd didn't like him can never have a fluid conversation on the show. Let's go back to Orange Cassidy real quick. I got a fact Ooh, on can him. we? No. Oh. No. Geez. No. It's mean. Um, <laughs> I was ready to get into it. Well. <laughs> no idea what to say now. 
Uh, 502-414-1450, the Thornton Stacks line. Let's start. Do you have the music ready? Can we do the AJ Johnson update of the day? Go ahead and hit it. That's where we're going to start today. AJ Johnson, AJ Johnson, DJ Wagner, who is that? It's about AJ Johnson. We love AJ. AJ Johnson's the only road crew we ever really wanted. AJ Johnson, AJ Johnson, AJ Johnson. I don't think there's even another recruit who uses an abbreviated first name. Johnson, AJ Johnson, AJ Johnson, AJ Johnson. All right, that's good enough. Man, he's just like a cumber. We don't give him as much of the song as we did DJ. Well, give us more updates, AJ. Give, <laughs> give us some more juice. I mean. Uh, AJ Johnson, the number nine player in the class of 2023, according to Rivals, the new potential crown jewel of Kenny Payne's first true recruiting class here at the University of Louisville. We mentioned on Monday's show, it came out during the show via Adam Zagori's website, zagsblog.com, that Johnson was asked the question, which schools are recruiting you the hardest? He said... LSU and Texas and Louisville fans all across the city kind of gave a collective sigh. Like, well, what are we do- not doing? What's happening? Are we getting outworked? This is not good news. If DJ Wagner's out of the question, which it certainly seems like he is, this is the guy that we need to be focusing all of our efforts on. Why are we not recruiting him as hard as LSU uh, and Texas are? Two points I think have come up since then. One, you have to, to bear in mind, he's visited both Texas and LSU. When you when you visited them, you form more of a connection with the coaching staff. You have that, I think, whole what's the word I'm looking for? Experience to to go off of, and maybe it just feels like you're being recruited more heavily. You you've got more you know, inside jokes with the coaches that are texting you, more inside jokes with the players. It just it, it probably feels like there's more pressure being put on you. He has not taken his visit to Louisville yet. That's going to happen next weekend. He's going to be in town for Louisville Live. He's going to stick around for the football game, uh, which is a night kickoff. It's all working out perfectly. I think after that point, if he's still saying these guys aren't recruiting me as hard as Texas and LSU are, then you start to accurately and understandably criticize the coaching staff for that. But today, Rob Cassidy of Rivals did his sort of recruiting roundup across the basketball landscape, talking about where he thinks players are going to go. The only five-star uncommitted prospects that are still out there. A spoiler, he did say he thinks C.J. Wagner is going to Kentucky and Louisville's not really a factor anymore, but we kind of already knew that. Same thing with Aaron Bradshaw. But he had this to say about A.J. Johnson. One of the most in-demand prospects in the 2023 class, Johnson is coming off of a strong showing at USA Basketball Junior National Team minicamp and continues to flash the upside of a lottery pick. His college future is a bit more uncertain than his talent level. However, as Texas and Louisville seem to be standing toe-to-toe atop of the five-stars list. This is better news now. We are— Suck at LSU. Yeah, he well, he goes going to say if you want no. if you're interested. Johnson, no, Johnson, I'm not interested. No, this is good. This is backing up your point. Okay. Johnson visited Texas in September and is set to tour Louisville on October 21st. LSU is lying in the weeds, but isn't seen as much of a serious threat as things stand today. There's not much to separate the Longhorns and Cardinals, so there might be some white knuckle moments ahead for both coaching staffs. See, we we do forget when in his AJ's original quote. He was asked who's recruiting the hardest. He didn't say who was ahead in his in his own mind. Right. So LSU being in the uh, quote unquote weeds. Try hard losers. Yeah, they, they're just they're just just over being overzealous, and that's why they're they're recruiting so hard. But yet they're not making any impact. What are you even doing here, Matt McMahon? Go back to Matt. yeah. I mean seriously, you're playing with the big boys now. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this, Keep you're, trying. You're not going against Campbell University anymore. It's easy. <laughs> Obviously, this is good news. The would I prefer it if it were Louisville and like LSU battling atop the, the, the five-stars list? Of course. 
Because as we've mentioned before, Chris Beard, he, he comes to play in recruiting battles like this when he really sets his sights on guys. And Texas, we know about their NIL situation. We know how much money they have. We, you, know, you, you, you can't throw a stone without having some Texas booster come out and tell you how much money they've got and how we have our own network and we should be good. We're going to be back any day now in both basketball yeah, and yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. But if you can knock it out of the park with Louisville Live, and I hate putting all my eggs in this basket, but it does kind of feel like that's where we are right now. If you can knock it out of the park with his with his recruit with his recruiting weekend, and he's the only big time twenty twenty three kid coming here. I think Caleb Glenn's going to be here, but he's already committed. Johnson's the guy that we're going to be focusing most of our attention on that weekend. I feel like he got a shot, and I feel like now it's one. This is one of those. I mean, we we've got we we got to go over the top, right? And I, and way I don't, over and the I don't top. mean just over the top like Sylvester Sloan turned his hat backwards in an arm wrestling contest. I mean like Brewster's millions, like. Wasting money to, to to go him over the top, I say we can't bring him in on a plane. Let him ride a horse in the Churchill Downs night racing. Well, I, but on just that night, I mean, we can. I mean, let him let him like uh, Bears cap, give him part of a horse. Bring him in on a helicopter with with Harlow. Give him a plane. Like the well, we can't land a plane on the field though, can we? We can give him his own plane. He can fly. Oh, we can have They're it, flying yeah. jets around. I mean, I don't mind giving him a plane, but when we bring him in. I can't decide if we want to bring him in air on helicopter or bring him in like a Lamborghini. Whatever he wants. Yeah, which I guess he could pick. It's buyer's choice. We got we got we got to go impressive. I saw there's a five million dollar house for sale in prospect. Can we give it to him? Yeah. <laughs> Who's is it? I don't know. I just saw it on the. I was flipping through the. I Probably stopped, a drug dealer. They don't care. I stopped playing on the, <laughs> I stopped playing on the news and I saw they were it was some five million dollar house for sale. It's not Chris Max. No. I, I, I hate. I don't want to put it like this. And unless the kid comes out and says. A few months down the line, because he, he has said, AJ Johnson said a couple times, he's not going to, he doesn't want to sign during the early signing period. Like, he's probably going to be a guy who waits until the spring after his high school season's done before he decides what he wants to do. Smart kid. Sure. Which is why, and, and get more a, attention. And, you're, and a smart kid would be smart enough to choose Louisville. So I'm good, feeling good about this. And that to me, like, I, I think this takes out of the equation him picking Texas in a month and saying he's doing it because of the IRP. Because whenever he makes his decision, he like he's gonna have all the information at his disposal, unless God forbid the IRP dragon is dragging its feet for another like seven months, which I guess is possible. Uh, but I don't think Very that's going possible. to happen. I think we're going to hear something in the before the calendar flips November. Is it's is so what I would cute guess. You think that? Well, and, and at it's this a, point, it's so adorable. You have a positive outlook for that. It's what I've been told. If I hadn't been told it, I wouldn't believe it. But that's I, I choose to believe this person was right about when the Memphis ruling was going to come down. I'm choosing to believe that they are right about when the Louisville ruling is going to come down. But that should not be a concern now. If Louisville, if Louisville, and I hate to use the term skates, but if they do avoid a postseason ban, avoid anything that would hinder A.J. Johnson from committing to Louisville. I'm going to put it like this. Kenny Payne needs to get him. You, you need to get him. I mean, this is, these are the guys that you were supposed to be getting when you came here, right? right. This is what we were promised. This was right. the give and the take. We, we're giving the fact that we are a top six program, top six all time. Always Can't top wait six. Till we get in that top five. Well, it's gonna be a long time. There's there's a drop off. One day you're just gonna come. We drop. You're gonna, we're gonna drop down to seven. You're just we're just a mess. Well, up. if Indiana has a good year, who knows? But right, right, yeah. as of right now, we've we've passed Indiana. Oh, that's who we passed recently. It's not recently. This has always been my stance. Oh, I guess where we were seven when Matt Norlander's whole he has a whole is a formula. He ranked the best programs. He has Louisville clearly ahead of Indiana as the sixth best program of all time. I stand by that. No, well, you can't trust Norlander. Who can you trust? Exactly. If we are a top six program and we're hiring a head coach with no head coaching experience, there's got to be a give and a take. And 
the give was, we, we don't know if this man can coach. We hope he can. But the take was, he's going to bring recruits the likes of which we've never seen before. Even, even when Rick Pitino was here, we weren't getting five-star kids, top five classes on a regular basis, you know, one-and-done type talent. We haven't had a, a one-and-done kid here ever. The A.J. Johnsons of the world were supposed to be flocking to Louisville. And you can forgive him for maybe not having multiple five-stars in his first class because a lot of, I mean, D.J. Wagner has the thing with U.K., a lot of the other kids that I felt like we would have had a chance with in ordinary circumstances probably were holding out to see what happens with the IRP. But A.J. Johnson, that's not going to be an issue, assuming the IRP does not hammer you. I kind of feel like you have to go get him. I, I, you are Louisville. They are Texas. I know they have a lot of money. We've got three national titles. We've got recent success. We've got a fan base that cares about basketball more than anything else in the world, whereas Texas, you're going to have like 3,000 fans who are just kind of there because they feel like they have to be. Like, this should be a kid that this should be a recruiting battle that if you are a recruiting guru, you win. Am I asking for the moon here? Is that is that too much of me to say? Go out there and beat Chris Beard for AJ Johnson? No, I don't think it is. I don't think so either. I think you're being very reasonable. And if you don't get him, the class can still be good, but it's not going to be this top five, top ten ish class with a with with a centerpiece. That looks like a one-and-done, and as uh, the, now, uh, the Rivals piece said, lottery pick-type talent. Let me ask you this, though. Now, at this moment on October 13th, 2020, this is your stance, and it's the one I, I agree with. One, it's not 2020, much. thank God. 2022. <laughs> Second day in a row, one of us has done that. <laughs> I was looking at the day on the bottom corner of the counter, and I saw the 20, and I was like, 2020? I stopped after the first two digits and just went along with it. It feels like we never really left the year. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, feels like we've been there for a long time. <laughs> I'm just, yes, exactly. So as on that day, yes, I agree with you. What you're saying is that you, right as of now, you have to get A.J. Johnson to appease the, the satisfaction of the Louisville fan base. Now, does that change? Does your mind change? I feel like we've asked this before, but Emma Burnout, who knows? If they overachieve, if they if they do overachieve this season, and as you said, AJ Johnson's probably not going to announce till later in the year anyway. Uh-huh. This Louisville team does play well. We see, hey, I mean, this you know for what maybe Kenny Payne lacks in charisma when he does interviews, he definitely makes up more on the coaching style and in, in the X's and O's, you know, and he goes out there and this team does make the tournament. You know, it's like eight seed for, for bleeps and giggles. Do you put that much stock in AJ? I mean, obviously, you're going to be upset as a Louisville fan if you don't get AJ Johnson, no matter what. But do you have less anger if, in that case, if, if that's the scenario? And it's hypothetical. Yes. You still think AJ Johnson is a, regardless what happens with this No, season? I have less anger. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You asked if I get less anger than oh, the my bad, yes. my bad, yeah. If, I mean, I can get the date right, so how much will I if this team, <laughs> If this team overachieves to the point where they are safely in the NCAA tournament, yeah. I think the recruiting bar becomes you, lower. You think also, if anything, that was going to help with recruiting. It anyway. should. It should. Like, yeah, I, I'm I mean, not saying that like I'm like we should just specifically target only four star players and have you know top twenty but not top ten good classes. Yeah. But if you do have situations where you miss on kids like DJ Wagner for whatever reason moving forward, I feel a lot better about it if I know that this guy can can coach up a roster like we had last year and turn it into a contender. I think that then then you feel because again Rick Pitino never had a, a number one rated recruiting class. He no. rarely had a top five class. And yet we were always, almost always, in that national title conversation, in that final four conversation. And if Kenny Payne is that same type of coach, then you feel fine getting in like high four stars, the occasional five star, and him being able to, to mold and work with that. And transfers as well. Now it's a new era. 
take those rosters and turn them into contenders. If they overachieved to that point this year, the recruiting stuff, knocking it out of the park, starts mattering a little bit less. You feel me. you you are you would be representing the majority and minority in the in the fan base uh, uh, with that the attitude of well I don't maybe need all the five stars if I know this guy can recruit coach this way. I think the majority. I think I think, I, think I, I don't I agree with the majority, but I think it's a lot closer. Maybe I think there's a lot of fan base I think that wants to see the recruits. Well, they want to see more. I mean, like regardless, when, even from winning, they're like we. I, I still want five star kids coming in for here. sure. Because again, like going to the tournament as an eight seed would be well, I think, true, a yeah. dramatic overachievement for year one. But it's not where the program no, no, should be moving forward, no. and, and eventually the fan base is going to want to see us being back in preseason top fives, preseason yeah. top tens, winning national titles. You go to the tournament in year two as an eight seed after even going in year one as eight seed, then you, people are, are not excited. You're not. You're, you've got people getting angry with you. It's the you know that quickly it change it changes that it's a New York minute when it comes to this fan base here. And Kenny Payne doesn't. I'm sure he would know that. He should know that by now. And if he doesn't, he'll learn it. Well, it's the, it's the Charlie Strong philosophy. Like he comes in here in year one and takes us to the Beef O'Brady's Bowl. And it was, you know, we celebrated like we just had, were playing in the Orange Bowl. Oh, yeah. But we weren't that. going to do that again in year two. If we had under, if we had gone six and six and gone back to the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, n- nobody would have been throwing a parade anymore. Nobody would have been saying Charlie Strong, man of the year. We went to the Belk Bowl, which was a, a nice little step up. And then year three, we're in the Sugar, Sugar Bowl. And year four, we're going 12 and one. We were so young in that second year, though, with all the freshmen. With, with right, it, it, it's the same as as Chris Mack when he got here in year one. He overachieves, goes to the NCAA tournament as a seven seed. Year two, we were on par to be on pace. We were going to be much higher than a seven seed had the tournament not been canceled. But if we hadn't been, if we'd been back to back seven seeds, like people, it would have been a massive disappointment. It would have been a massive underachievement. So I think that you know, expectations are what they are for this year. They're going to change moving forward. Um, and, I mean, I'm not breaking any news there, but if fans think that he needs, let's say we have to say whatever second year after a dramatic overachievement in year one, then I think the fans are going to get back to like, okay, you need to start bringing in these five stars because the goal isn't to make the second round of the NCAA tournament. The goal is to get back to winning national titles. And if you can't do it without the five stars, let's go get the five stars. Is A.J. Johnson's Kenny Payne's version to Charlie Strong's Teddy Bridgewater? Like right now, he's going into year one with you know LL. Fair comparison. You know Abe Broman, and then year two he brings in the freshman. I, I think it's a fair comparison. I, I think that. I mean, I know it's 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 hard to compare because in football you're three years, basketball you're probably one year. And also Teddy, yada, 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 Teddy but, opened the floodgate to like a, a number of other big time recruits in that class. We, I don't think AJ Johnson would do that necessarily. I, I think he wouldn't be a Pierce Clarkson style. Where no, we you know we've already got two commits. We've if we get Johnson, we're probably looking at just one more player from that class. Maybe it would be somebody who would come here just because of AJ Johnson. But again, there aren't that many like high level kids who are uncommitted at this point. It could open it up in the for the, the year after class. So maybe. Or it could open it up to a big-time transfer who yeah, you know, becomes available and says, like, that kid's a lottery pick. I'm a fantastic college player who's probably not on a whole lot of NBA draft boards. Playing in the backcourt with him would boost my stock, and also we could go win a national title. I'm going to go play for Louisville. I think that that is definitely something that could happen. But the point remains, if all things wind up being equal in this recruitment, let's say he – we kill it with Louisville Live. He has a fantastic time. He loves Louisville. The only thing that he's waiting for is the IRP ruling. We get that the week after Louisville Live. It says, you know, recruiting sanctions, loss of scholarship, financial penalties, but no postseason ban. And every, it's all equal between Louisville and Texas going into the, the, the holidays and then into the new year. I think you got to get him. I think that you have lost on DJ Wagner. You've lost on a couple of other kids. You lost in the, in the transfer portal last year. This is the type of kid that we envisioned you getting when we hired you, go get him. And then we'll hopefully overachieve this year. But if not, 
we'll know in our in the back of our minds we'll be like, okay, well next year's gonna be better. We got AJ coming. We're gonna get some other guys too. It's gonna be fantastic. Let's get it rolling. We get lots of scholarships. We'll find out the answer to Hershey Miller's status. We're gonna find out that out anyway. I, <laughs> I can promise you, we have scholarships. He's a walk on. He's on scholarship for now. <laughs> Patino used to do that all the time too. Where it was like he came here as a. A walk on, and now he's on scholarship, and now he's going back. Like, you know, we still, the, the Kyle Kirk thing was very bizarre for a long time, but he did that with a number of guys. That may be Hersey Miller right now. Kirk's one that the family had money too, so it didn't matter. Well, I mean, yeah, Hersey yeah. Miller, same thing. I mean, let's, well, let's hope. I mean, <laughs> if you're one of the other walk ons, you're like, can I get that scholarship? It's not, it's not like me out there being like, uh, Guys, <laughs> I see what he's driving to school. If I'm every a walk on, can I, I can go sell plasma to make to make tuition? <laughs> uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the Thornton sex line. A couple other recruiting notes to get to on the basketball front as well. We'll get to that. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. It's not the day and night that I know. Last. I love this person. Who is this? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray covered Kid Cudi? Yeah. All right. Did not know that. This is on uh, something called Raw Sessions. I didn't know Sugar Ray was making music <laughs> long enough to cover a Kid Cudi song. Yeah. Okay. Don't underestimate Mark McGrath, man. I've been doing it for, for far too long. For the better part of three decades. The, the thing about the, my, my best Sugar Ray thing is like, they, they always remind me of, uh, I know you know the movie uh, Dead Man on Campus, right? I do. Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah. And they, they got the guy that's all, you know, acting like he's the guy from Stained and he's all depressed, but he's singing show tunes in the bathroom. That's Mark McGrath. Oh, okay. Like, Sugar Ray was like a like hard rock band. Like, until they got big with like Fly Away and then they became like this like sugary band. Like with pop songs that are catchy. Fly away. Oh, to fly. Fly, yeah. Not fly uh, away. I just want to fly. fly. Higher, 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 higher. <laughs> I was not a big sugar. But like, guy. If you, <laughs> for some reason, like, I don't know. I always I know this is because there's a, not a great movie, but, eh, you know, we didn't say it's good. With um, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams, it's like called Father of the Year or something. Where they're both like, one's a stepdad, one's the kid dad, trying to deal with like wrangling this, the teenager. And they go to find him at a Sugar Ray concert. And it's, it looks like it's corn, like playing on stage. I'm like, that's Sugar Ray? This is after I already knew they were all poppy. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Sugar Ray, right? Man, they sold out. <laughs> but I like their version of Day and Night, so I forgive them. Texas says, things like Sugar Ray deep cuts. That's why I tune in every day. <laughs> why we keep the fan base around. Uh, <laughs> 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sachs line. Uh, but Interpatrick did some digging. Apparently, UCF plays a space game every year. Like This is the sixth time that they've done it. Do we just not care that much about I, them? 
or the uniforms haven't been this in your face. It's an odd thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, and they wonder why we call them the Golden Knights. They can't even get their own name right. They're not even gold. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says no space shuttle launches are in Orlando. It's not on the coast. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, an hour. Hours. Is that the claim, though? Is that the claim that they're that near to Cape Canaveral? That's why they're space you? I can only assume. Or they're just. They got to yeah. have some sort of like space Space programs. program. I don't, yeah. I mean, so be. does. Hunt. We are in the weeds here. We have I mean, no you, idea. What you we're have space about. places in Alabama. I don't see the rolling tide. Uh, I'm coming out there with space uniforms with Dick Saban. That's what I'm saying. Like, is UCF yeah. just trying to like get a monopoly on this say like we're the space program and nobody else is even really competing with them besides air force i'm, I'm just curious i mean maybe maybe i'm just this is just over my head here i am getting old i got an i got an email from aarp last night and i really, get those all the time oh it made me it bothered me a little bit man. i was like you really i mean just kick a man while he's down okay not as bad as the time that type 2 diabetes <laughs> followed me on twitter it was like that account i'm like this is my wake-up call that would be something that might make me. I was like, this is, uh, this, is, <laughs> this is the head turner. This is where I turn things this around. Is that moment in the movie where you realize, let's start the montage. It's gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, if, if you're Central Florida and Orlando, how do you not just embrace the Disney thing? I mean, are you just not allowed to? I mean, you're Orlando. Probably not. You're literally only, your city is on the map. For one reason and one reason only. Also, are you wearing like because of Disney lines on your jersey? I don't know. I mean, better question is why would you embrace the? Yeah, it's like leaning in. The Anaheim became the Mighty Ducks. They quickly dropped that and just became the Ducks. Yeah, but they wouldn't even be around if it wasn't for the Mighty. That's fine, but then they quickly realized it wasn't like a. (laughs) Wasn't something. No, it just they wanted to build a franchise. I think it was the third movie that made them do it. They were like, "We're not being. We want nothing to do with these guys anymore ever again." Because they actually wore those jerseys in the third so movie. So what, what exactly are you proposing I mean, you here? Can, you Do you want come the, out. goofy jerseys? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, is what they're wearing on tonight any more goofy than we're actually wearing goofy jerseys? Well, yeah. They, they, it's no, a those lot are pretty goofy. damn goofy in their it's, own way. It's like the, the, the South Park Mormonism. It's like the, uh, the Scientology episode. Is that any more weird than a god like <laughs> sending his son down to die for you? Like, yeah, it's a lot more yes. weird. <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to go. You're you're going with. I mean, you could do like rescue rangers or something. I mean, not. I mean, come out there. Are you trying to tank Gus Malzahn's recruiting? <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a movie. What would be the best movie to like, like Lion King? Like, can you see him coming through the tunnel? Oh, hey, uh, hey, uh, oh, be prepared <laughs> for what? I mean, I can see For the death I, of Cincinnati. I mean, I can see a flag, and they go to review, and they play like "Let It Go" by Frozen or something. I mean, I mean, it worked for the reliever this year. <laughs> I mean, this, I don't know. There could be stuff that Beauty and the Beast. I mean, there, there's movies like Aladdin. There's all kinds of movies. Little Mermaid. There's not, I, I can show of, you the oh God, Bowl. Patrick. I need you because Disney movies after 1994 are beyond me. Moana. So, Moana. Moana has some jam. Tarzan. What's the new one? Encanto. Encanto has some beats. I mean, yeah. Isn't there one with the rock in it? Where he's... That's Moana. Oh, Moana, is that? Yeah. The, the cartoon actually even has his tattoos. Lilo and Stitch Day. Yes. Thank you. I mean, you you could just do multiple. Fantasia. You would go old school. Imagine going into the home of a 17-year-old high-profile recruit and trying to sell him on wearing a Lilo and Stitch jersey for a home game against Temple. I'm sorry, but looking at the jerseys they're wearing for Space Camp, I don't think it's any much any any worse. I disagree. I, I mean, and not to mention these are 17 year old kids. They're just off the cusp of being in love with these things. I you don't should think embrace that's it. 
I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine telling part of the Neil deal is you'll be in the per, end of the day parade at, at the at the at the Disney World? We're gonna put you up on the haunted mansion. We can have Eddie Murphy come out and do a, do some promotion stuff. Other schools are competing with money and girls and parties, and you're gonna give them Disneyland World Parade. I mean, who has more money than Disney? They're keeping Walt on on ice with a frozen head. I mean, hell, give him Euro Disney. No one's using that anyway. This is why you're never going to make it in athletic department. No, I just you're underestimating. I'm not. Patrick, you're a recruit age. If I come to you, <laughs> you're a kid. You're a kid. There's I'm, no way <laughs> that I'm Disney recru- could be any better than the space. Oh no, the space has I to disagree. Be the uniforms aren't objectively terrible. It's just they're just weird. Yeah, but you can go weird with that. Like they're like black with all the the black cauldron. Do that as a movie and have like it all black and gold. Nobody even knows what that is. Nobody even knows it's about space half the time anyway. <laughs> space, it's the last frontier. Texas Cape Canaveral is near Cocoa Beach, but it isn't too far from Orlando. It's an hour. I googled it. Uh, Texas says. <laughs> I googled. This has got to be a record for the fastest Trevor has pissed off Mike today. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. That's, Texas says, "Is that true? What if it's true or not?" To keep it working. Texas, right. we get kicked off the station <laughs> listening to iHeartRadio on stream now. Huh? They kick us off the station? I hope not. I hope not. Well, if it's on stream, that means run. By the way, that's Terry, your former mailman, texting in. Hey, what up, Terry? I don't get the mail the same way I used to, buddy. It just doesn't. It just doesn't come the same way. Texas, they could have a solid Buzz Lightyear uniform. Hey, see. I, I can see that working. That would be a space uniform. It would. It, there you go. Space command. Well, then now they can make the both the best of both worlds. Texture says. <laughs> Somebody come out like Woody. I can see. I can see Gus Muzzon dressed like Woody. Texture says, Mike, you mentioned so many great topics at the top of the show. Let's hope you can get to all of them. Ten minutes later, the texture says, and it's already been derailed. <laughs> you didn't name like 30 things. And we have, we've, we've, we've talked about a couple of them, though. Texture says. I don't even remember all you named. Texas Brotherford, don't poop on Trevor's ideas. Remember your daughter's reaction to Donald Duck at Disney on Ice? Don't make me find the guy seated in front of you to finish the job. Yes. Well, if they were recruiting Virginia Rutherford right now, yeah, they'd have she UCF would be on the top of their list. Some recruits have kids. I don't know if they're going to go with three-year-olds who can't figure out if they're left-handed or right-handed yet. But if they were, she'd be all in. I mean, they see it's don't poop. She's on definitely my- left-handed. She refuses to accept it. Are you left-handed? No, my mom is, though. Oh. John's definitely right-handed. He's throwing stuff everywhere. He's <laughs> rifling stuff all over the house. That's all he does. Yeah, the guy in front of me at Disney on Ice wanted to kill him. I forget. What was he doing that made you so mad? Was he he just... kept putting his arm around. Like, he was there with, like, it was like. Oh, it's like, he's doing, like, a make-out session at Disney on Ice? It was, like, ice? a couple in their 50s. Yeah. Which is fine if you want to go to Disney on Ice. But he's, like, got his arm, like, all the way back behind my, and, like. My daughter and like her her cousin are like you know, they're running around, they're dancing. It's course, like, kids are everywhere. Kids, yeah. and he's like looking at me like, "Stop, get your daughter, stop bumping my arm." I'm like, "Dude, if you want to bring your <laughs> this is date night for you, that's fine. You have to recognize that there are going to be kids here. Get your arm out of my space, or it's going to get keep getting hit by my daughter and her wand." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure you apologize. What are you but, expecting? Yeah, I'll, I did not apologize. Oh, I would be like, I'm sorry she's doing it, but I'm nothing I can do she about it. It wasn't like she was leaning over and like hitting him into his seat. Like his arm is like all the way back, like hitting my leg. Like where he's in my area. Now you got a word. It's just the word you're being like, uh, like me. Like, I'm sorry that you you think that it's not going to happen, but you know there's kids everywhere. Sorry that you have to show 
this entire section that you're on a date. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm here yeah. with a girl. Like, if your arm wasn't around her, we're still going to think that you guys are on a date. It's fine. Nobody's going to come steal your woman, dude. Well, I'm a, here with my wife and my two kids. He's a 50-year-old fan of Disney. I'm sure he, it is probably a shock that he's with a woman. I, mean, I wasn't going to say it, but if you, I'm not judging. But if you're going to get mad about this, like you know what you're getting into when you buy a ticket to Disney on ice for date night. But that, I'm sorry. But if that, if that guy was a, uh, was a big-time recruit, he'd go to Central Florida. He would. He and my daughter both would be lined up to play for Gus Malzahn right now. Unfortunately, that's not their target audience. I just don't see why you don't embrace it. Texas, there are a lot of Disney adults out there. It would be hilarious if they had Disney jerseys. UCF will only have recruits that are a part of the Disney cult. <laughs> yes. They do well with Mormons. They tap into BYU's recruiting base. At BYU's not too shabby. They've had a pretty good history of quarterbacks. They have. They, not sure how many of those have actually been Mormons, but... You don't think Jim McMahon was a Mormon? I don't think a lot of them were Mormons. Think Chris Wilson's or Chris Zach Wilson's a Mormon? I don't think Jim. I know Morgan. Steve Young was. Steve Young was because he was like a descendant of Burma. Jimmer Birmingham. was not. Yeah. Brandon Davies definitely was not. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, we can wear a bit. Of, the halls Dan, all were. Was Danny Ainge actually a Mormon? I wonder. Oh, good question. I don't know. Ooh, that's interesting. I know the Halls brothers. There's been like 50 of them. They yeah. all were. And he, the hall, the last Halls, Tyler was the one who got caught on the camera. Where he's like, "Shut the f up." The greatest BYU clip of all we time. We do know Sean, Bra- Sean Bradley was a, was Mormon. I can see that. Well, because he actually went on the mission trip. Yeah. He came back. He was like 7 feet 6. They were like, wow. Texas, would you consider Gus Malzahn as a coaching candidate? For what? Louisville? No. No. <laughs> no. I'd rather Louisville embrace Disney as a sponsor. Than the, do you want to know my entire case? I'd rather see Louisville wear Disney jerseys than do that. When the guy that you just fired for being too bad for the last two years has a 2-0 and record over another guy, you're not hiring the second guy. <laughs> you're not bringing in the guy that you just fired and <laughs> beat twice. I mean, no. That's my only evidence. That's no, all I, it's my only case. I mean, if they're of coaches like in like the Power 5 or even like outside the Power 5 Central Florida area that I would like ne- would not want nothing to do with coming to Louisville, he'd be in the top three probably. We're still teaming I or die. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Him is, Syracuse he's right there out. with Jimbo Fisher in terms of guys I would not want. I would not want Louisville to have. This is a big weekend for the United Die movement. We got undefeated Syracuse taking on NC State. Ooh. And NC State think yeah, NC State's favored. They think that they're going to just roll Syracuse. They haven't played enough teams yet. They haven't played anybody of real substance. If Syracuse gets a six zero in this game, I think the United Die movement starts picking up. <laughs> that that Brahm. Wow, it's going to come down to nicknames. To bring Brom home, a nigh or die, or rule Bill. <laughs> it's just coaching search is going to come down to marketing more than it is substance. Or Lukeyville. Fickle. Yeah, I mean, we all agree we're not getting fickle. I know, but we can, we can still come up with a clever hashtag. I guess so. I mean, at least the other ones we have a shot at. <laughs> Texas says, do you think when someone texts into during KRC, do you think TJ and Nick say, here's a MRS text, let's read it? <laughs> I don't think that happens very rarely. I don't think they do either. Our listeners aren't up before 11. I don't think I'm going to start doing it on the way to school. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, do that, yeah. Just send them a random text about something on the show, about Disney and uh, Central Florida. Just, just say, what is Trevor talking about? <laughs> yeah. Texas says, UCEF would become the Texas A&M of Florida. Who would become the who? UCF. Become the Texas A&M of Florida. The weird cult. <laughs> Texas Mike, you could actually recruit for UCF in your Mickey Mouse voice. Make some money. Do it. Film their intro video. Hey, come here. Hey. Why do you always <laughs> sound like a 50s gangster? 
See now, don't, don't let me come for you. It's like Herbert. <laughs> come enjoy some popsicles of dreams. You want to play for space, you? Hey. It's the most exciting offense in the American Athletic Conference. Oh. I sound like the version of Mickey Mouse you get like in a ripoff uh, theme park in Tulsa. Like, you go, that's like their version of me. It's like, hey! You're like Street New York. You're Times Square to Spider-Man. Yeah, Times Square Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, bought like a Spider-Man t-shirt. Belly the, hanging the out. Vegas strip homer. <laughs> Texas, what does an eye or die mean? If you have to ask, can't afford it. <laughs> Great line, by the way. Uh, we're talking about Robert and I, the offensive coordinator at Syracuse. We, we, I guess it was a couple weeks ago where we were like, you know, we keep talking about Robert and I. Killed it at Virginia, beat us with Brennan Armstrong last year, yeah. leaves Virginia, immediately has success at Syracuse. Virginia starts sucking offensively. So we dived, dove into this guy's background. He's from Hawaii. Everywhere he's gone has had a dynamic offense, Texas Tech. Um, so we're like, you know what? Well, why don't we look at Robert and I, head coach? And I feel like it's picking up. Uh, some it didn't help the name, kind of was cool. Well, we, the hashtag was probably what we started with. Yeah, really. And then we just, yeah, the, the other stuff fell into place. Because he is older. He's like 50 something, isn't he? Texas is, uh, yeah, he's up there. Texas special UCF princess jerseys. Uh, also, Trevor Marvel is owned by Disney. Ah, Teens love spandex. Y- yes. Now, see now, now you're now you're in trouble. Now you might as well just turn around and jump back on my team because they they, own, they got more and they got Star Wars. They oh, Star dude, Wars. come on! That's that's better space. That space with lasers. That's with Death Stars and and X Wing fighters and Yoda. They can do a Star Wars. Thing. Right now, all they got is like a, a ship going up in the air and disappearing. That their space. No, no. See, you questioned me. I you still dare, question you. You dare question me, and now it's coming to light that because well, Disney does own pretty much the world. Let's clarify. Your whole stance was Disney World, though. Which one's in Florida? Disney World. Okay, but Disney in general. I mean, it's Disney. Disney is Orlando. You can't think of Orlando and not think Disney. That's the only reason Orlando exists. I stand by my in- initial take that Aladdin and Lion King Disney. and Cinderella jerseys would not play well with recruits. Well, you you can you can try that, but you bring out the X Men as well. Wolverine, Wolverine Day. This isn't in no disrespect to Greg Galliard or Nick Kern. If you're listening, this is not minor league baseball. Well, it's minor league football. <laughs> Fair point. Solid counter. I mean, how's it any different? We are 2-0 against the AAC. Yeah, it's the AAC. Right, we've talked it's not the, like we're in the big ten over here. We've talked over the top of the hour when we get back. A little bit of injury news on the football front, potentially. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, a couple other hoops nuggets to get to. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. It continues next here on a Thursday on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Because day and night, the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night. At, at, at night. This day and night. The lonest. Oh, 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 no. the only reason we really would need the YouTube cameras would be for Trevor's dancing during rejoins. I love to, I'm, I, as long as I can just sit and dance. I'm a sit dancer. All from the upper body. It's all about the hand motions. Yeah. 
He's doing the dice thing too much. <laughs> oh, you know. Welcome back in. Hour number two. I had to pull the guns out on that one. Hour number two of the Mike Rutherford Show here live from the uh, University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Again, visit business.louisville.edu for more information on what UofL College of Business can do for you. Also, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If you have heating or air conditioning problems, uh, whether it's you know, too hot, too cold, whatever's going on, it's that weird time of the year where it can be 90 degrees one day, 55 degrees the next. That can cause all sorts of issues with your HVACs. Uh, hit them up by calling them at 502-264-9662. They have technicians available for you 24-7. doesn't matter what your problem is. doesn't matter what time of day. AirServe has you covered. 502-264-9662 or visit them online at airserve.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. It's the home team. It's AirServe. Uh, we got the Mariners game up on the TV now. Love having uh, love afternoon sport. I hate that this is the only game though now because like this I'm not the, I'm not booing the Mariners. I'm just booing. I don't want to watch the game. Well, we're watching it. I'm rooting for the Mariners. Um, lost in gut punch form in game one. I like to see him get back there. Mariners fans have been long tortured, like myself. How is this? Here? So the Mariners are down one nothing. They're down one nothing. Now this is best of five. Best right? of five. All right. And the championship series and the World Best Series will get back to seven. Yeah, because MLB for all and the— And there's the bomb. For every, all the— Every Kyle time Tucker. we turn on these games, there's a home run. Kyle Tucker just goes deep to, to right field. He's not just a good hair and a writer. Not just good hair, not just a cow's boy, but he's a fantastic Houston Astro. See, that's the thing about MLB. For all your faults you can say about MLB, they have it right when it comes to postseason going three, five, seven, seven, in terms of the series lengths. I think so, too. Where, you know, NBA's like, we— we don't want to see a team get beat in the first round because uh, no one's going to watch us after we don't have the main stars there. So let's go seven across the board and make our playoffs last three months. Seven was dumb. Yeah, it was fine at five. It was yeah. ridiculous. Well, they couldn't have any chance. They didn't want a chance of somebody getting beat in the first round. Now, yesterday we found out that Louisville Live, we mentioned AJ Johnson coming next week about his big visit. Louisville Live is going to be a big-time deal. Get your tickets now, $15. You can find them on uh, Ticketmaster or GoCards.com. But we found out that Peyton Steven and Angel McCautry are both going to be, they're going to be co-hosting this event. We don't know, we still don't know who the special guest is. All the posters that are hyping this thing up, they just say, with special guest. Our imaginations can continue to run wild. <laughs> is it Bozak Smith? You can't say that it's not. It has to be Jeff Brom. Could it be Jeff Brom? <laughs> Probably not. Would it be hilarious? Of course it goofy. would. Goofy. Could it be Goofy? <laughs> At least it's Disney. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I was, Gary Sinise in the house. Some with no ties whatsoever to Louisville. Ice tea. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Pat Ice Day. Pa- Pat Day maybe is like the, the choice for a <laughs> potential logical choice that would be just the worst for like these 18-year-old superstar athletes. Like, Pat Day! Well, what if we get like the uh, Sunny in Philadelphia and they're supposed to meet McNabb or Tiger Woods and it's the guy from the Alvin from the Cosby show? He's like, I'm Donovan McNabb. Make sure to go to McDonald's and get him a griddle. Former Louisville bat standout TJ Friedel. <laughs> Donovan McCrab. Donovan McCrab. Well, that would be. He's not coming anywhere near Louisville again. <laughs> not after that. After, but we found out. What about Sebastian Telfair? More than <laughs> he just gets booed because they're throwing trash at him. Why would you even say that? <laughs> Why are you going to do that to me on a Thursday? I'm just figuring out. You know how I feel. We're about on the one this. hour anniversary of me pissing you off in the three o'clock. You know hour how I feel about this. Don't don't get me started on this. So Peyton Steva puts out the tweet yesterday saying, "Can't wait to be back. Can't wait to co-host with uh, my my sister Angel McCaughtry. And we expect some more former players are going to come. That's been promised. Kevin Ware retweeted this and said, "We in there." Now Kevin Ware has not been back in a long time. I don't think we've seen him in any sort of like Louisville way, shape, or form since the. 
I don't think he came back for the 2013 reunion that they did. I remember now. I know he was supposed to. There was talk that he, on the text group, he and Shane Bahannon both said that they were going to come back for Russ Smith's jersey retirement this past year. Neither of them did. So Kevin Ware coming back would be, I mean, he's still a, I think, a big-time figure. He was the the focal point of the emotional story of mm-hmm. the 2013 championship run. Get a name drop and a little dicky rap. He's been talked about a lot. He's still, I think, very well-known nationally, uh, unfortunately, for not the reasons that I'm sure he would like. Yeah, well. But having him back, I mean, enough time has passed now. I, I think that it, it – I, I do think that he – because he wrote a story for the Players' Tribune where he kind of said the injury just became – it was what defined me here, and that's essentially why I left. Like, I couldn't go anywhere. Everybody wanted to bring up the leg. Uh, when I came back, it was like I was, you know, the coaches were were terrified of like coaching me hard anymore. It just everything felt weird. So I felt like I needed to go somewhere else, closer to home, and make a name for myself. He ends up transferring to Georgia State, gets to play in the NCAA tournament, is a part of that big upset win in his first year. Was he, I think he was hurt for that game too, though. If I'm mistaken, which game? The, when they actually played the tournament game, he played. He, oh, he, was. he got hurt in He's, that game. He was on the. Uh, he that was with Harrow, with correct? R.J. Hunter. Harrow was the next year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Harrow came in. Hunter, okay. They were even better the next year, and they got upset in the conference tournament. And yeah. I don't think I got to play in the NCAA tournament his senior year. And I couldn't remember. I knew he played with one of the two. I couldn't remember which one. Well, they won the game. Yeah, R.J. Hunter hit right. the shot, and his dad fell over, yada, yeah. yada. Um, so he had, had a good experience there. But clearly, I think in an ideal world, would have loved to have finished it out at Louisville. Still has, I think, good feelings for Louisville. Kennedy, actually, we did the uh, – he made the, the tweet about, I still got this fat-ass ring. You know, the championship ring when they try to take the banner down and we turned that into a t-shirt I worked with Kevin and he gave him a cut of the, the proceeds and he was very complimentary very easy to work with there so would love to have him back home and that's a cool thing if he's going to be there he's still a name that I think yeah. resonates and I think the fans would love to see I mean at this point I mean just I mean I know it's you don't want to be maybe known just for the injury but I mean sometimes just embrace it he I mean yeah and also I mean even if that he was a part of the 2013 national title team, yeah, he was. And when he got hurt, he was actually playing the best basketball that he'd played. Yeah, he was. And was he was, a, 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 he was becoming like the sixth, seventh man on that team. Yeah, he, he was really a good rotation well, guy on the team. Played really well in the Syracuse game in the Big East Championship where he came in, um, and then played really well in the second round win over Oregon. Like he was establishing himself as a guy who was going to be instrumental in that uh, in, in that title run. And it just kind of sucks that he's always going to be remembered for you know, the guy who. Mm-hmm. Had his leg sticking out on national TV, which is it's understandable, but it does suck. Um, but hopefully he can come back and get a, a nice little ovation. That would be a cool thing. I, the worst things to be remembered for. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, there are a lot of worst things. It's to be still not ideal. No, but I mean, what's not at least it's not. I mean, it's negative and and a positive in a way. Now speaking of Louisville Live and the the guest list, Trenton Flowers, one of the highest profile players in the class of 2024, five star kid out of North Carolina, he has cut his list of schools today. Okay. It's a top 13. Ooh. And you may roll your eyes. Yeah, Let's just say, wow, 13, I'm not going to judge any of these kids. I would be doing, if you're going to give me this much attention and I'm 16, 17 years old, I'm doing this every day. I mean, I'm, why I'm starting with a top 37. <laughs> I have a special announcement coming in two days. I'm, it's top 36 coming out. I'd I'm adding it. schools. New announcement, top 43 coming out tomorrow. I want to release it with like a Casey Kasem voice, voice guy. Here's your Tamaris. Here's the Trevor Kelsey. Top 40. I'm for it. Yeah, <laughs> count them down. Personalized video for every school. Yes. I'm going to spend three days announcing my top 40 list. But he has announced his top 13. It is in no particular order. Well, that's good. Arkansas, Oklahoma, Georgetown. I believe that's the Georgia State logo. I don't even know who that is. Help me out, Patrick. Looks like Georgia State. I believe that's Georgia State. Kansas. Alabama, Virginia Tech, Kentucky, Creighton, Florida State, 
North Carolina, Oregon, and your Fighting Cardinals at the University of Louisville. That is a hodgepodge of schools if I've ever heard Big list. Big list. I mean, that is the most. I think that's not the, the wackiest group of thirteen you could probably put together. It is Georgia State, by the way. Uh, here's what he had to say about Louisville. He two Georgia State's references in the last fifteen minutes. But... The hot school on the show this week. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, how many times can you reference? He was asked to to give like a line or two about every school on his list. Here's what he had to say about Louisville. Okay. They watched me play twice during the live period, and they felt like I could be a pro. They love how versatile I am and how I can play on and off the ball. With the coaching changes, when it became time, I knew this was a school that I wanted to include for sure. Just fired at Chris Mack a little bit. Awesome. Right He's curious. like, with the coaching changes, then I knew I was in on Louisville. I don't know why I'm intrigued by this, but what was this, what was this little sentence contemplating about Georgia State? <laughs> he said... <laughs> like, why are they in this group is why I'm kind of curious. Coach Hayes was the first person to offer me when he was at Xavier. Okay. He All has right. always believed in me and what I can do with my game. He is basically my family at this point. A lot of people might look at Georgia State and think it's just a mid-major, but they made it to the tournament to play Gonzaga. I want to be around great people, and that is why they're on my list. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. He's basically like, I mean, they might not be on my next list, but yeah, for right yeah. now, <laughs> I appreciate you well, being the first well, to offer me. What he wanted to say was, so Coach Hayes recruited me first Xavier, so I'm throwing him a bone. I'm putting him on this list to make him help with getting, so he can help get him recruits that are more his level in two and three star areas. They might not, they might not be in the top 12. Yeah, they might not. But they're in the top 13. <laughs> they're ahead of everybody else. Now, here's what I had to say about Kentucky for anybody who's interested. Yeah. Coach Cal and Coach, Coach Orlando, do you not know his last name? Coach Orlando, maybe <laughs> Do you think that's his last name? (laughs) Coach Cal and Coach Orlando have recruited me just as long as any of these schools. They started recruiting me last year at Huntington Prep, and every time Coach Cal sees me, he says I've improved. Everybody knows Kentucky's resume, a lot of number one picks. They let their players play free, which really fits my play style. That's why I put them down. You know what? Let their players play free. Kenny Payne. So you're saying that you're not one to embrace into a system? I mean, that's. <laughs> are, you speaking, are you telling me you're a selfish player there? That's what that? the kids want, though, these days. That's what the kids want. The, what is this? Act and react. Uh, they also, they also would think, they also love the Avengers and Disney, but it's not here. Well, from my playing style here, that's I, that quote, I think, is good news for Louisville because that's that what Kenny Payne has been Louisville preaching. As well, yeah. He's been saying the same things. But Trent Flowers will be in town, one of the members of the, of the 2024 class that's going to be on campus for Louisville Live, and we're in his top 13. Hopefully, Coach Danny and, uh, can help with him. Who? Coach Danny. Danny. Coach Danny and Coach uh, James. <laughs> Josh. Coach Josh. Coach Nolan. Coach No. Coach No. <laughs> Coach, no. Coach KP. Coach Orlando. I don't even know his last name. Do you, do you think he's going that because Antigua's, he's afraid Antigua's harder to say? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'd do that. I mean, I will. I mean, but listen, if I can pronounce it, I mean, come on. <laughs> if I can avoid pronouncing This thing about doing radio now is you realize, I, I never realized it until I get to the point where. If we're talking about recruiting, especially, I'm like talking about a kid. And I'm like, oh my god, I've never actually heard his name said. I've read it a million no times, idea, yeah. and I don't know how to pronounce it. And you've got to figure out ways to kind of get around him. You're like the flowers, kid. And anybody that's been in Louisville radio long enough, all fell victim to the honest my mood scandal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we we all one, at some point in time we quickly went to mock mood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because <laughs> yeah, he committed like when we, me and Nick were live on the air. Well, I mean. <laughs> we were told also when Gorgie Zhang committed that it was Gorky Ding. And if, I vaguely remember that, yeah. And there was like, and Sean, Sean will, will, I'm sure, tell you the same thing. The first exhibition game that Gorky ever played it, I remember going to it, I think it was, a, it was night after Halloween. I was super hungover. This is a, that's how committed I was to UofL at this point in my life. I'm going to exhibition games hungover as absolute hell. Yeah, you're young. It was. It was, it was a different time. Yeah. But he made his first made shot as a Louisville Cardinal, and again, an exhibition play, was a three. 
And Sean Moth is like, every time he scored, Sean Moth was like, ding. Like that was, we all thought that's how he said his <laughs> name. I thought he was, I thought he was just Sean being creative, but he had a shot. He's like, ding, ding. It's good. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Gorgie ding. And then they're like, it's Shag. I mean, the word, I think I've told you this, maybe or not, but, and you used this picture on the uh, show tweet today, but I, cause I went to the ex, the first exhibition game, um, Bozak's freshman year, uh-huh. along with Samaki's freshman year and some others. And I mean, this, we're talking, you know, at a time when you didn't have the internet, you had the newspaper, but you know, I was, you know, a freshman in high school, and like me and my friends went there and had, you know, a little buzz. You know, sure. I'm not gonna lie, we were we were a freshman in high school, and I, I had no idea who, you know, Bo Zach Smith was. And every time they he played in the exhibition game and they would announce him, the entire game and even there afterwards, I thought his name, his first name was something else. I thought they were calling him Ballsack. Oh. <laughs> So for like the next few weeks, that's what I was referring to him as. Because <laughs> I thought that's what the PA guy was saying. And then I finally... You should have known that wasn't his name. Uh, yeah, but then again, again, then after watching him you play... You just wanted he, to be his name. Well, and then after watching him play, I thought it kind of fit. No. <laughs> we don't take shots at Bozak on the show. What are you doing? Bozak sucked. Bozak did not suck. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> the, the few Louisville fans you had on your side left are about to turn on you hard. Bozak is like... He could run for mayor in the city. Oh, I, I'm not saying I don't like him. And, and I look up to him. Bozak, Bozak was what taught me that, you know, no matter what you look like, if you play basketball at UofL, you're getting a hottie. I mean, I, I learned that I learned that lesson from Bozak. Smith. Smith. Bozak. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Bozak Smith. The worst decision you made on the show. Just saying something. Is that right? There, what was it who I compared uh, Maven to uh, Noah Locke? Well, that was just dumb. <laughs> I think you sometimes hold on to the nostalgic of those some of those 90s teams and look at them too fondly. I do. What are you talking about? That's your thing. I know. And, I, and I'm telling you, Bozak was at, at best an average player. Not well, that Of course good. he was, but he's the, you know, he's sucked. Like, he didn't, didn't suck. He kind of sucked. <laughs> he was the top recruit, too. I think you're, hard, you're just overly hard on everybody. He was no, I'm just Malik not. sucks. Maven sucked. Everybody sucks. I didn't say Maven. You sucked. didn't want to retire Russ Smith's jersey. I didn't say Maven sucked. Well, you I said didn't he was say. like he was as good as Noah Locke. Well, I mean, now now you're saying Noah Locke sucked. He was not good for us last year. No, he's not. He's certainly not a top ten all time scorer in program history. I mean, he stayed four years, maybe. You know. No, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be close. <laughs> uh, Texture wants us to talk about this. Have you seen the story about the UK associate athletic director? No. If. When I say a U- when I say a UK athletic department figure got in trouble for something, DUI. Thank you. I didn't even finish. The I mean, I, just, I don't know. What are they doing over there? Is it some sort of competition at this point? <laughs> I mean, is, is, I don't want to make light of this, but like my like is it, everybody is, on the athletic staff is getting a DUI. Is it is it like the, the, a smaller city with lack of Uber drivers? That's what I, I was like. Is, like, is the I, I jokingly put out there today? Like, is the Uber app like super screwing in Lexington or something? And somebody res- responded earnestly. They're like, I know you're making a joke, but the Uber a- app actually does suck here. We're definitely a Lyft town. Like, well, either or. You still I got mean, Lyft. Yeah. I don't think that's not the point of the joke. The point, I mean, the point is that you don't have taxis, Lyfts, Uber. I mean, uh, what, what's that thing where they put you in the back of the of the carriage and, and the guy runs by carrying you? Rickshaw. Rickshaw. Yeah, something. I mean, that's, so. Chris Woolers is this guy's name. He's a, he's a member of John Calipari's staff. He's associate athletic director. He also um, is the head. He's the executive director of the Calipari Foundation. Hmm. 
He was found on Monday by a Lexington police patrol officer in his car, which was resting on the sidewalk next to a fence. It was still in gear, and he was covered in vomit. This is Derek Willis all over again. And they could smell alcohol on him. How they could smell alcohol through a person who was covered in vomit, I don't know. That's impressive, if if nothing else. Well, he probably vomited all the alcohol up, so it probably reeked. Uh, I mean, he's he. they gave him a sobriety test, which... He failed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I've been more pressed to be bad. He's been at UK for 12 seasons now. He was formerly the director of basketball operations. I've told you this before. D- director of basketball operations is not a job title that you want. Nothing good happens to these people unless they get promoted. Nothing good happens to you while you're director of basketball operations. It's like the guidance counselor of the, of the basketball program job. <laughs> it just seems like, I mean, we've had our share of issues with ops directors. Um, it's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, he, UK was asked for comment they said we're aware of the situation we're handling the matter internally they basically have boilerplate language for these situations now it's just like copy paste done that's our statement but what is that like i mean when they found willis passed out on the side of the road i mean what didn't he he got one game didn't he he didn't get much i don't think he got one game maybe he tried to claim that he wasn't driving even though he's he's alone in his car he was like the keys weren't in the ignition i was parked can't you tell i was sleeping it off on the curb it's amazing though that one athletic program players Coaches, administrators has had this many DUIs in such a short period of time. College town, college towns are drinking towns. Still, I mean, it's 2022. I mean, there's there a good, there's are a good easy chance. ways there's, to avoid DUIs in this day and age. I mean, it's, it's I, not hard. I don't, I'm not, a, I don't know that's positive for UK, but I mean, there's probably other schools that have some DUI issues that we just don't hear about because it's, you know, I mean, we don't. I don't know if this many, man. I mean, are we going to hit that many of Oklahoma State? I mean, had a couple people get DUIs, but we really more hear than about a couple it. people. I mean, they're not hearing about this, but like we're focused on it because obviously it's hyper. Yeah, but I mean, but it's just it, it blows my mind that in this in this era, this present time, where it's so easy to avoid a DUI. If you are a remote, very easy, yeah, it is. If you are anything that could potentially be described as a public figure, just avoid it. Like, especially if you're puke all over myself, leave my car and drive, passed out, <laughs> drunk. What are you doing? Uh, the nineties. I mean, if I like, like Trevor Kelsey, like you know, if you got a DUI, we'd have to talk about it in the show. It would get out. There would be people locally that would care about something like that. Yeah. You can easily avoid that. You can I can. Call, well, you don't to do Uber, but you will call a traditional cab. I'll call a cab. Cardinal taxi. You'll, you'll have them come pick you up. You'll avoid it. I'll call an ex. I'll call, I'll call my mom. Chris Willard, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll yeah. call Patrick. Thumb, yeah, Patrick. Well, Patrick's not going to pick you up. He'd come pick me up. Wouldn't you back it? Would you, Patrick? Maybe. Depends on the situation. <laughs> well, Trevor doesn't leave his house. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not calling somebody to come pick me up. I'm calling to bring me more liquor. <laughs> so Patrick's out of the question on this one. Now, the other thing that people have, have asked us to talk about since the show started. I'm assuming this guy's getting fired or not. Probably not. I mean, one what, game What suspension. if Kentucky fired everybody that got a DUI? It'd be a lot have they, fired, have they fired anybody that's gotten a DUI so far? I mean, have they suspended anybody either? I mean, Willis, I think, got a game. I mean, well, Chris Rodriguez got yeah, one Yeah, but game. we don't know if that was – was that for – That the, was for the DUI. Okay, so what – The other games were for the, for the uh, hospitality thing, that, yeah, the, the health that we yeah. still don't really know the – Doing the Jimmy Hoffa details, job thing, yeah. So the other thing that people want to talk about today, I don't know how this, this started. I probably don't know this either, do I? I don't think so. Okay. But there was a – I guess a, a segment on Fox Business where a guy is like, you want to know how bad inflation is right now? Oh, I know this. It cost me $28 for a Taco Bell lunch. And if you were going to make this point, you could have used legitimately any other fast food chain in America. But Taco Bell right now, even in these inflated times, $28 is a 
to use the the, the professional term, I, crap load of food. I, no, see, here's the thing. I call BS on that. I, I it annoyed me going on Twitter and seeing everybody giving the same old school generic retread, not funny, not original joke about twenty eight dollars to Taco Bell. Taco Bell is not as cheap as it once was. It's still cheap. I go to Taco Bell. I drop a twenty easily. Could you? Well, the, my question was going to be because now people have done like, could you eat twenty eight dollars worth of fast food from anywhere? Yeah, yeah, that's that's not that's not hard at all. Well, I was gonna say most people's answers has been like, I'd probably die. They're trying. No, people are sharing menus. Twenty eight dollars is a lot of fast food. Anywhere. I go. I go to Taco Bell. I'll get a uh, a Doritos taco combo, two steak chalupas, and a, and a quesadilla, and it's like twenty two dollars. It's a lot of food. I mean, that's like six tacos. I mean, is that really a lot? Yeah. No. Well, first of all, I, I get five tacos and it costs me six dollars. Well, you're getting just the yeah well, regular tacos, and then there's no way you're getting six dollars. I, no. I get a side order. What's that time you went to Taco Bell? Ah, it's been a few months. Months? Is, is this like when you thought Freddie Jason was just recently? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, te- I texted you from the Taco Bell line a few months ago. Because I mean, remember it was late. It's like it's six thirty. <laughs> it's six thirty six. Like every single time. Because it's for for a three taco combo with just a drink and three tacos. I don't get, they don't get drinks. I just get tacos. Well, you, the drinks. The, that's still five dollars. So you're telling me. Five three tacos. tacos is like six cents. I think your math's a little bit off. But well, because if it's five bucks for three, I ta- get five crunchy tacos, nothing else. Side or sour cream sometimes. It's six and change every single time. I think they've gone up because it's almost it's like a dollar fifty a taco. So I don't think that, that that's possible. But people have so everybody now has been like putting out there what you can get for twenty eight dollars Taco Bell. It's I know you don't believe it. It's still a now, crap load see, of food. See, here's the thing. It also depends on what you're ordering. If you're going to get something like I like the chalupas or the quesadillas. Those are like three three fifty a piece. That if you're ordering just a taco, yeah, those are like a buck. You're saving. So you can still get like seven of them. Well, I'm, like I said, I get I get the combo two of them and a chill. I mean, it, it ends up being like twenty bucks when I get that every time. It's still a lot of food, Trevor. I mean, it's a lot of food, but I'm hungry. It's my dinner. I know, but I'm I'm just <laughs> the the point stands. It's a lot of food. I mean, but to tell me people act like they can go to they can't. They, I mean, that's just they're living. They're they're the ones lost in the 1980s. You could get. For $28 at Taco Bell, you can get three crunchy Taco Supreme combos. A Nachos Doritos Locos Taco, a Quesarito, a Beefy Melt Burrito, and a Mexican Pizza for $25.45. Well, first of all, you can't get a Mexican Pizza. No one ever has them. They have them now. They're back. They've been sold out for months. They're, they're on the menu. Uh, yeah, they supposedly brought them back, and then they were gone like a month later. They're, they're little, I'm, I'm looking at no, the I know, no, they say they're available, but no one has them. Well, they're well. listed at five ninety nine. So theoretically, yeah. you can get all the food that I just listed for twenty five dollars and forty five cents. It's a lot of food. I mean, you're picking a bunch of stuff off the dollar. Could menu. you eat all that stuff? I'm, I'm not. I just read you what I what I picked. Yeah, but, Doritos four seventy nine, three crunchy taco supreme combo is nine nineteen. I'm assuming that's including tax, right? With all the additions. yes. I mean, what's Quesaritos four seventy nine, beefy melt burritos two forty nine, Mexican pizzas five ninety nine, twenty five forty five. It's a lot of food. Could you eat all that? I'm still questioning the math, but okay. Yeah, uh, no, I mean that's why well, I wouldn't. Well, maybe because I get a lot of that plain. Like so, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't. I could maybe some of that stuff. I don't think I would eat though. Like the supreme tacos, I just get with meat and cheese. So I even got supreme. Well, yeah, you just get meat. That'd be cost even less. Yeah. There you go. But but people act like that it's crazy to spend twenty bucks on fast food. It's not. I, I mean, you go to White Castle and drop twenty easy. You can go to. I disagree. I, I don't. Trevor, what's the most you've ever spent? I was gonna on say. One fast I mean, this trip? is like on solo trip or am I buying food with somebody else? Solo trip. You by yourself. You ate it all. Oh, uh, man. Ballpark. 
Probably in the twenties. In the twenties. Like I go to Chick if I'm really hungry and baked and I go to Chick fil A and I get like maybe like two two twelve pieces and like a large a large fry and a drink. I mean that's that's like twenty something bucks. No, it's not. I get I get thirty. I get the thirty piece and a, a drink, and it's like eleven dollars. It's not that much. <laughs> last year, last year I we don't think you've a, been uh, to a fast food place in a decade. We go to Chick Fil A at least like once a week. Last year, I've got the map on my phone. We we have a, an order saved. It's like it's like eleven. It's like almost eleven dollars just for the large size combo with a twelve piece. I don't know. It's eight ninety nine for that. I don't. I never get drinks. I never get fries. Uh, so you can get 13 soft taco supremes and a large soda for $28. 13, 13 tacos. How much is a 10 pack? I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading everybody's list right here on the, on their menus. I mean, I thought it was going to be a fun exercise and you're just like, it's not even that much. I could eat, I could eat $50. Well, first of all, I, I, I'd take, sometimes I'll take what, what people are posting off Twitter with a grain of salt in terms These of that. These are from the official menus, Trevor. <laughs> Some, like, you can pull up the app and see menus for yourself here. You go to Cheyenne and order Taco Bell see if you don't go over 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the official Taco, the, people are going off the official Taco Bell menu. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A after the show and tell them I want 30, 30 nuggets and a drink and I'm only giving them $11. La- See what la- they tell me. Last year we were on a, we were on a baseball trip. as a high school baseball trip somewhere. So like the booster club had all the money and like we all got a $20 budget at Chick-fil-A. And we got a lot of food. Yeah. I got like a 12 count fries, a drink, and like two sandwiches. And it was less than 20 bucks. I don't know how much the sandwiches are, but I know I know it's eight. It's like eight something for, for, that, for a 12 piece combo large size. So if you get two of them, that's almost, that's $20 with tax. So if you got... Three of those, you'd be around twenty eight dollars. You would, you yeah. I mean, you're looking at you're looking at about what, what, it's like. Drinks. It's eight something, so let's say round up to nine, give or take. So yeah, you would be at twenty seven dollars. Texas says three combos. Texas, says, I had a Mexican pizza just two days ago. They're definitely not out. Nah, the ones on uh, the Westport Road and Shovel Road and uh, by Tinseltown and over by uh, Bee Wee Valley are all out. Texas, Trevor might have been the worst person on earth to bring this topic <laughs> to. Yeah, because I call BS on it, and I know it's not. It's it's a it's an old school joke that just doesn't stay true anymore. It's just it's like when I see and this is the end and they're talking about going to Taco Bell for twenty bucks. I'm like, that was funny maybe in 1990, but it doesn't. I don't think it's, don't think it's a joke. I think it's always been true. No, like, I mean we used to go talk about all the time. It was amazing how much. I remember when get. I used to when I used to go to White Castle, I used to be able to get a ten sack for for two fifty. I don't know why, but Taco Bell drinks are crap. They are. Are they really? I'm not that bad. I think Baja Blast is disgusting. Texas Trevor gets Arby's. Arby's is the most outrageously overpriced fast food there is. I mean, a sandwich and a large drink is nine bucks. That seems like a lot. Texas, I don't need to talk about Of course, about. you ask Twitter, they'll probably say it's $4. Texas, I, people aren't just making this up. They're posting <laughs> screenshots. But look. Maybe get a 4.30 break before you get Trevor too worked up. Texas, $20 is an absurd amount to spend on yourself at a fast food place. How so? Why so? Texas, this debate has devolved into what is more dangerous, inflation or morbid obesity. <laughs> Texas, the key word here is the baked. The question is what? Baked. Baked, yeah. <laughs> Texas, Trevor eats two to three times more than a normal human. How is his opinion even warranted here? I mean, also, that's the only time I'm going to... I usually eat like once a day, though, too. Texas, it's just a medium pizza with three toppings. I don't know what that's in reference to. Probably the Mexican pizza? Mexican pizza. I get it with just beating... I just, it's just a giant taco to me. Texas, this man's knowledge of T-Bell Mexican pizza is wild. My, my knowledge of fast food menus is come, don't don't question. This is like when you <laughs> this is like when you came at me with the presidential stuff and you left you left going. I'm sorry. And you don't don't bring it. <laughs> when did that happen? Don't don't come at me with with, with fast food. Uh, 
Because you, you're out of your element, man. You got to stay in your lane with this. We talked about presidents when Rashawn was here, and you proved to not be that knowledgeable. No, we, we've talked. We brought presidential trivia up many times on the okay, show. Okay, and most recently, you lost. How did I lose? What happened? Uh, I didn't lose anything. I couldn't remember the exact number James Madison was. I thought he was like four or five. He was no, four, and you thought yeah. he was second. I said he was in the area. Yeah, you I mean, know he's second. We've, we, you've done the order before. You've gotten it right. Yeah, I mean, you know Adams is second. I was just, I was just, yeah, just throwing out because I couldn't I remember. I feel like you've got because I think one time you named him and you like got to like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, I mean, I, I sometimes will mix it up a spot here and there, but yeah. Texas says I'm with Trevor on Taco Bell. Mine is eighteen dollars to twenty two dollars on average. Yeah, I mean, are these people not adding sales tax on here? I don't think they are. Maybe not. Because I don't know if you even realize it, that that will add up. Texas Trevor's saying he can pronounce Antigua, but he still can't pronounce Pegues. Yeah, that says a lot for uh, for that recruit. <laughs> that was kind of my point, was that if I can pronounce it, that you really have no excuse. Texas, I don't eat a Taco Bell often, but it does seem way overpriced for what it is. It's about the same price as much better quality Mexican restaurant. It's crap like McDonald's, which is much cheaper. McDonald's is cheaper. Is it? Yeah. Now, I'll go to McDonald's and get like a... I either either get a plain quarter pounder with cheese, single, or a double filet with cheese only. Not bacon, for the love of freaking God. It's still amazing that that happens. That still baffles me. Uh, I'll get that in a large drink, and it's always like six bucks. It's like six fifty with tax. I always just got a... That's that's cheap. I mean, that's cheap compared to anywhere else you'll go. Because I would always just get a plain filet of fish and a large fry. It was never ridiculous. I never got a drink. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's you're, 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 McDonald's is cheap. Now, that one I can... Or if you want to go, oh, how can you spend $20? I couldn't spend, I don't spend $20 at McDonald's. That's ridiculous. So McDonald's is cheaper. McDonald's is probably, of all the fast food places, is probably the cheapest in terms of what you can get for the amount of money you spend. But off the top of my head, I mean, Taco, I mean, Taco Bell, KFC, Wendy's, Burger King, Hardee's, these places are all more expensive. Wait, 30 nuggets are thirteen sixty nine. Is it really? Yeah, just look at my app. Twelve nuggets are six twenty nine. You think McDonald's nuggets are more expensive than Chick Fil A? Oh though? no, God okay, because no. you only spent eleven. Remember, I'm getting thirty nuggets for eleven dollars today, thanks to you. Thirteen dollars. No, it's eleven. And one of the differences is you're paying me back. <laughs> I'm only paying eleven. Thirteen dollars. I'm expecting that Venmo. <laughs> who would we rather have on the basketball team, Mothra what? or Mothman? What's, what? I don't even know who Mothman is. Mothman is Sean. Oh, is that? <laughs> I guess. I assume there's like a Marvel character that I should know. Who's, Mo- who's I know Mothra. Mothra. Who's Mothra? Mothra's from the Godzilla universe. It's like the giant moth. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I, I know. I didn't realize the name. Yeah. Or is like the moth? I watched that movie, The Mothman Prophecies, from the West Virginia. Bridge I mean, I love Sean, but I mean, the Mothra guy's like eight feet, like hundred feet tall. I'm putting him on the court. We already have enough centers. <laughs> I mean, the front court's fine. We need, we need, we need, we need Sean guards. Moth back on the call. Sean, what is Sean like? Six feet. We need Sean on the mic. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor, someone who eats fast food as often as you should be ordering through the app and getting the deals. The only, you know what's weird? The only place I use the app for is Chick-fil-A. The McDonald's app? Chick-fil-A app is great. The deals on the McDonald's app are very good. I've never used a McDonald's app. Here's the weird thing. I've only used Chick-fil-A app, but I've never actually claimed any of my rewards. How many points do you think he has? Can we call it an over-under? I mean, I feel like we get Chick-fil-A a decent amount, and I don't know how many points we have. All right. You think Trevor has over under 12,000 points saved up? I'm looking at what I have, and I'm going to say under, but I'm curious. What do you say, I'm Patrick? I'm going to go over 12,000. 
Patrick is right. Twelve thousand seven hundred and seventy nine. What a line! Wow. What a line! We have. Four- I could. I could literally eat there for free for like a month, probably. We have four thousand seven hundred ninety six. I probably need to start redeeming those. I've never redeemed once. God, I need to. Now that I'm realizing. And you know what I get? Like if, I, if I'm not hungry, like last night, I went to Chick-fil-A last night because I haven't been there in a while because the one by me has been closed for renovation, despite the fact it looks the exact same as it did the day they said it was closed. I don't know what the hell they're renovating over there. So I, go, I had to go to the other one, the one on Shovel Road, and I just got my regular meal. My you know, But when I'm real hungry and I get some, you know an extra 8-piece or 12-piece, that's where it adds up at. You can get some free food. I need to get. I, I need to remind myself to use that. I know I need to. At some point now, I'm just seeing how far I can, get, how high I can get it. Texas, like who goes to McDonald's? I do that. Who, who goes to McDonald's <laughs> and doesn't get a drink? I, I never get drinks from fast food places. Why? Because I, I don't drink like you, soda or anything. I mean, I, yeah, I guess you don't drink soda. But McDonald's is like the best. That's the only reason I go there is to get the either the well the orange I see. Yeah, but now like they changed it. The last time I ordered it was like it's been years. But like they was like a it wasn't high C orange anymore. It was like an orange Fanta or some crap. No, they moved it back. That they. Again, this just shows you. This is where you're out of your lane when it comes to fast. Well, food. I don't order drinks. You, I know. I get fast food. I mean, you, I get McDonald's. I had, before I got sick, I had McDonald's fries. Yeah, I haven't seen you with the McDonald's in here. Well, I don't a eat long fast food time, anymore. Yeah. Besides, occasionally Chick Fil A, uh, and even then, I feel like awful. That I night. mean, I yeah, the orange hat. It's but the orange hat sees back. They did get rid of it for a while, and it was like the. I think it was probably the worst mistake since Coke went to New Coke. And they they brought it back pretty quick. Crystal and, clear Pepsi. Yeah, I mean it was. Oh god, this stuff was disgusting. I had to try it. Did you? I'm curious. <laughs> it was disgusting. Texas, you can get the most of the least at rallies. Come on, Trevor. I just don't go to rallies enough. I guess. Actually, I don't know. I went to rallies and got like just a, a regular cheeseburger and large drink, and it was like four bucks. Now the drink large. The thing is, the large drink will get you. Some fast food places will take you behind the woodshed with large drinks. McDonald's is not one. Texas, use McDonald's app and you get a French fry or something else for free every single time. Yeah, hmm. I might, I might start using their app. I do think if we skip the four thirty break for this discussion, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> okay, I'm just worried about using the app at McDonald's because I'm on, I'm on eggshells just getting my food right and within a half an hour when I go there. <laughs> I'm not like, like I feel like I'm just like just poking the bear trying to use the app as well. <laughs> uh, we have to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about a new recruit on the football front whose name is Rhino. That that alone makes him a must-have for me. Gore. And guess who we're going head-to-head with for him? Jetfish. We'll talk more about that coming up after the break. A couple other recruiting notes as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Continues next here on 1450 The Big X. Or take his shirt off And we should go hit the cantina We got work off I said it's hot outside Let me go swimming in your eyes We've been running for a while Watch you later make me smile I could never ask for nothing better than this It's just tequila in the beach It's fine salty when we kiss I said I All of the DJs surely have taken a lesson Start talking trash And I'll come with my Smith and Wesson Welcome back in. Wrapping up the second hour here of the Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. We just, just jam band thing? What, what, it's the Trevor mixtape today. It's the Trevor mixtape today. 
Yeah, we, little sugar we, we, we started out. We, we went out with a little theme to the Starship Jane, which is Orange Cassidy song. Oh, okay. And then uh, oh yeah, I forgot because he didn't do Where's My Mind. Anymore. Yeah, he's what's up to that. And then uh, did yeah, did a little uh, my, you know my Sugar Ray fave, and you know had a little uh, Dirty Heads there recently. Got uh, got a little Sublime going on. You know, just just uh, just a Trevor feel good Thursday. Okay, feel good Thursday. Yeah, it's a good day. You know, <laughs> sit back, relax. 28 bucks at Taco Bell, get a buzz, you know. I feel like you're going to do it tonight, just like prove a point. You're going to go out there and eat $28. Oh, no, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I'm literally going to pull up and be like, I want 30 nuggets for $11. And Rutherford said so. I, I, I literally just looked at the price, $13.69. You can get it. You can get a side of mac and cheese. You can get, hell, you can get like 60 nuggets and still be under $28. <laughs> what year is this, this website from? <laughs> it's the app on my phone. We got We had Chick-fil-A legit three nights ago. Eleven dollars. Like, sir, it's like nineteen ninety nine. Nope. I've told you the <laughs> Send price. Send the bill to Rutherford. I don't believe you. I've got the order. We we get thirty nuggets because like I'll eat some and then we'll give them to Virginia for like lunch the next three days. And so three we days get where the nuggets. Come on, man. We get thirty nuggets pretty regularly. I have eaten them all in one sitting once before. It was kind of embarrassing, but what are you gonna do? Uh, but we. I mean, I'll get the nuggets, mac and cheese, and like a chocolate milkshake. It's, it's eleven dollars. No, the, the the nuggets themselves are thirteen sixty nine. You did say eleven dollars on here though. I said th- I said thirty nuggets were like eleven dollars. Yeah. Thirteen. I was off by two dollars. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you said it was like twenty eight. No, I said it's easy to spend twenty bucks at Chick fil A. Well, Chick fil A is not Taco Bell. No, it's not. And Taco Bell's not Taco Bell in most people's minds. You just you took that so personally. I just think it's because it's annoying. It's such a bad stereotype from twenty years ago that people just don't understand. It's between that and the uh, let's show a, a blown up toilet and act like they eat Taco Bell. It's like, come on, I like sophomore humor, but at least be semi original. I agree that it's not original. I also agree that both those things are pretty true. I feel like I can get a lot of food from Taco Bell, and I feel horrible after. Oh, Taco Bell is not on the top of the list of things that make me roll running for the bathroom. Wow. Chick Fil A probably does it more than that, does it faster than Taco Bell because, I, but then again, it's because I'm using like barbecue sauce probably. Yeah. Now, if you're gonna put some fire sauce on the Taco Bell, then maybe you're gonna. Be I always fine. go fire. I mean, I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But if I do, if I am a sauce guy, it's the fires. I'm a fire sauce guy. I'm fire sour sour cream. Well, I hate sour cream. Sour cream is disgusting. You know, sociopaths and carny workers eat sour cream. Everybody eats. Sour cream. <laughs> it's in everything. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I want to send you a, this guy's name and see how you try to pronounce it because I've got no idea. Are you like, how are you sending it to me? Are you texting I'm me? I'm not going to because I, I, I don't know how I would even do that. But his, his. You can text me. You can send it on. I don't know, but we're in the middle of the show. We can't. It's, it's too hard at this point. <laughs> so, so you can look up my Twitter account. Go, go to my account and see one of my recent tweets where I talk about this guy named Rhino. Oh, God, I muted you like that year. <laughs> <laughs> All that matters is this guy's middle name is Rhino, which is what he goes by. Okay. well, uh, I believe he's Samoan. Shaoshi Rhino Tapatutai. Am I going to have to dump you? Not like in a relationship. Are you but, seeing this? No, I'm going down the list. There's Kevin Ware. Let's do this with Bozak. Said, yeah, I'm going to need an OL named Rhino to be a coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, How would you pronounce that name? Uh, CS, um, Rhino Tapa Tatui. Yeah. I mean, as good a guess as I have Tapa Tatai. Tapa Tatai. Anyways, he is a three. I didn't get that many A's in school. <laughs> <laughs> he is a currently a hard commit to the university of Arizona. A hard name to pronounce. And that too. Our boy, uh, Jeb fish. 
Huh? Jedfish Jed has him locked in. No, no, Jed. What are you doing, man? Don't don't bite the hand that feeds you. He's an offensive tackle. He's a large young man. But he said today, what a way to start midterms. I'm blessed to say I've received another offer to play and further my education at the University of Louisville. Crunch time, baby. Love it. We're, He's from California. You, took my, you know where I'm going. Mission Hills. He plays at Bishop uh, Alamany. He is a he's the number forty four overall offensive tackle in the class of twenty twenty three. This is a twenty twenty three kid. We're trying to add to that that class now. Six foot five, two hundred and eighty pounds. Also has scholarship offers from Arizona State, Colorado, and Hawaii. Two eighty. Two eighty. You gotta put some you gotta put a little bit of bite some weight on there. Six five two eighty. Uh he is a high three star prospect. All that really matters though is his name's Rhino, and we gotta get him away from Arizona. I mean the Rhino's awesome. I mean, a big boy named Rhino. Every time he, Come every, play for the every time he, I'm in. every time he puts on a big block, you can. I know you don't maybe get this wrestling reference of the wrestler Rhino, but Rhino, the wrestler, was the one that pretty much started the whole spear. Okay, like he was. The, I kind of remember that now that you say he that. was like the first one to really do use a spear, and he's one of the few that did it best, other than like Goldberg. Goldberg made it like took it to another level, but he was the one that did. It. And of course, the Nairobi does it, and small skinny guys do it. It looks stupid, but but like he would do it. And it was he. They would yell gore. Every time he do it, that's what you need to do. Every time he pancakes someone, just whole crowd just go gore. <laughs> be a very be awesome. Very esoteric reference, but the fans that got it would be all about it. I'm sure. I, if I knew what esoteric meant, I'd be insulted or complimented. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, by the way, sent in their <laughs> sent in their lifetime Chick Fil A points. Thirty two thousand sixty seven is their lifetime Chick Fil A. I points. have a go. I feel like George Clooney up in the air over here. <laughs> like I, have, I have a certain number I'm trying to reach. <laughs> And I, I just want to get there. It's your new goal. <laughs> then, dude, I want to get to 100 million. Like, if I get to, like, 10 million points, do I get to be on a commercial on the couch? Do I get to be in one of those things where I sit on the couch and talk to the, about the guy who gets who sees me every day at Chick-fil-A? Maybe. That would be my goal in life. That would be great. Uh, Texas, have you seen this Jonathan Gavoni tweet? I'm just now seeing it. Uh, Isaiah Miranda, the seven-footer who was on campus at UofL a couple weeks ago, who Louisville has felt like they're in decent shape with, number 46 overall prospect in the 2023 class, according to ESPN, is reportedly going to explore his NBA draft options this spring. Does that mean G League? He has signed with agent Mike Miller's Lyft Sports Management, or I guess maybe just would not play anywhere and just work out. <laughs> but I guess he could Jason reclassify, Bono. is what they're saying, because they're saying this spring. Which would mean the 2023 draft. He's, I don't recognize the name. I'm sure you've mentioned it. He's before. the big kid. He's the, he's the seven footer that could dunk between his legs that I showed you. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were so hyped about him. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's the clip that Gavoni uses here in this in this thing. A- athletic seven footer. He is draft eligible because he's a post grad. He's going to turn 19 years old before the deadline, so he could theoretically not go to college at all. Well, that sucks. I don't like that. I don't like hearing that. Thanks for that texture. I'm blaming you. <laughs> It's bring, not bad news if I'm not aware of it. Bring down the show, dude. <laughs> Texas says, "Don't let anything happen to Trevor. He's a national treasure. He is." I'm, I'm good. Don't worry. I'm not going nowhere. Texas, LOL of all the stereotypes for Trevor to get upset about on the show. <laughs> it is very odd, isn't it? Like I, I, I'm, I, stereotypes don't bother me. In fact, I've been accused of probably using too many of them as humor. But the uh, yeah, the Taco Bell one irritates me. I guess it's because it's strike personal to me. It clearly is. It's it struck a chord that I was not expect. I was just not <laughs> expecting that segment to go that way. Texas, one burrito and a drink. Here's my bill from Taco Bell, and it's happy hour. It's definitely not that cheap. It's seven ninety four for one double. Looks like double steak grilled. Yeah, see, if you're going, this is another thing. Again, if you're doing steak or chicken, you're getting expensive up there. It's a five forty nine burrito, yeah. and um, and a beverage is one dollar. Well, he got the taxes, happy hour seven ninety four. Yeah, but that's that's the other thing that's where they, and I, as I said, other McDonald's the 
Like that's the thing that gets me. Like I don't have my re- actually I do do away the receipt for this, but how much it was. But like the the large drink at like Arby's is like two fifty. That's too much. I know that's 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 what that's where they get you. Is they just they take you behind the because you know that it costs them like seven cents. It's like when you go to restaurants, drinks and desserts where they get you. Yeah, where they get you. That's where they get you. Gotta avoid it. Where the phone gets you, man. But it's also where the fun is. <laughs> the drinks and the desserts, the best part. That's why McDonald's does have the. That's one of the reasons why they have the cheapest is because of their their drinks are all a dollar. There you go. And where other places you're spending three times that amount for a large drink, if you get one. Texas says, I'm pumped for Saturday's game. Oh, it's got to be a KSR text, KRC text. Oh, no, it could be one of ours. We don't play this weekend. That's why they're pumped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pumped for Saturday's game. I'm driving up from Atlanta at 6 a.m., checking into my hotel, then headed to tailgate. I splurged and bought second-row seat to the 35-yard line behind the bench. Hopefully, we take care of business. And then he sends a picture of the, I guess, the pants that he's going to be wearing or the shorts he's going to be wearing. At the game? They're going to lose. Who do they play this weekend? Mississippi State. Oh yeah. Well, now well, we, they might win though because because they, they lost last year and we established it's an. They every win other. every other year. Yeah, so they're probably going to win. Yeah. So good. And Levis is playing, I think. <sighs> yeah, if they have a chance of winning. You better be. Yeah. Texas P.S. Uh, Texas over the last two days we've had two separate players' dads, uh, Malik's and Yasir's, blasting the U of L fan base for how they treat players and coaches on social media. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Definitely a bad look uh, on the fans. P.S. Go Padres, bleep the Dodgers. I've, I haven't seen those tweets. I've, I know Malik's dad, just from talking to people that have been around him, he has shared his thoughts on the fans at games a lot. He also he shares his thoughts on the coaching staff, I think, a lot of times. Malik's dad, just is, he's, he's a dad that's going to, in the heat of the moment, I think, you know, just say what's on his mind. But I have not seen his tweets. Um, I need to find these. I, yeah, I don't I, I don't interest myself in some of those things, the tweets. So. Um, Let's see. He does not follow me. That's one. Check. There's a strike one right check there. One against you already, Papa I mean, Cunningham. Even I follow you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why? But <laughs> I muted you, but I follow. Can you mute and follow somebody at the same time? Yeah. Okay. I've, there are people that I follow that I, I feel bad like unfollowing them, but I just mute them. So you just mute them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I feel bad unfollowing people. The mute, the mute thing is such a great dimension to Twitter because you can do it without them knowing. Here's what he had to say. He All said. Right. We're built differently coming from Bessemer, Alabama, so you know all the stuff on social media about my son and to bench him over a game that we won't just, just because we won. I'm sure most didn't play the game that's talking, and considering Virginia wasn't the same team we've been facing over the years. It was a great team win, but to give someone credit by discrediting my son for what he has or what he has done for the university is sad. Injuries, different coaches, different players, and all types of stuff. Yet my son goes out there every week and gives his all. Yet UofL is so stuck in the past and can't let the uh, player be themselves with all the comparisons and stuff. I've been watching fans get excited with moral victories. We don't do that where we're from. The whole football culture is different where we're from, period. It's just sad that people will say stuff to downplay a person to lift up another. And just the fact that we're even speaking on this is sad in and of itself and disrespectful to my boy. And not to mention, we went through this a few years ago, and you see how the team was lost and how it played out on national TV. Malik's been going through this since he came to UofL, and he has built different. So none of this bothers him, nor does he read it. I do, though. I'm father. I'm the one who put the ball in his hands, stuck him at QB. So blame me. Put some respect on my son's name. Hashtag Mikhail Malik Cunningham. Okay, you're blamed. You're a reason why your kid sucks at QB. He does not suck. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped listening halfway through that because I stopped caring long before that. It would. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm never gonna false a parent though for coming. I mean, I I get, but it's don't different but, when you're. It, there was like, like Malik tweets out after the game. Why come out publicly? I mean, there's no, there's nothing good. The only thing good come out of it is just giving the people that you're you're trying to call out more ammunition to make you mad. 
I guess. But I mean, I, I see Malik tweeting after the game. He just says like, great team win or something. And like, you know, most of the responses, I think you always have to say this. Most of the responses are fans saying like, you know, hope to have you back soon. Like go car stuff like that. Obviously there that's... are some people that I don't know what you're talking about, like what you get out of doing this. Some people who are just like, yeah, great because you weren't with the team and stuff no, like that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I just, don't get that either. Even if you believe that, even if you think we would have lost the game if Malik Cunningham had played quarterback and not Brock Doman, what do you get out of letting him know that when he's just trying to say, great win, I'm happy about it? You're a loser. I, I guess. I, I'll, you I'll are just, a pathetic human being who gets has no joy in life. I'll never understand that. It's, it's like these people think that, or maybe they just want to make somebody feel bad, I guess. But are you try, in your mind, do you think Malik's going to read that and be like, you know what? <clears throat> Guy's right. It's time to start trying. I've been half-assing it for seven and a half years as a Cardinal, and now, full bore. Best I'm ready thing, to go. Best thing is to be shut up the guy's door. I want to hey, thank you. Is, 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 this, is this that U of L fan sixty nine two four seven? Yeah. Thank you, man. You made. I've been half-assing. Like you said, I've been half-assing it for years. I read your tweet. Reply to me. It hit me, man. It, I got. I felt it right here. We're good to go now. Right here. I'm, we're good to go. Championships are bust, man. All because of you. Take credit, you, because you wrote. You spent the time to send that tweet while you were at the red light or while you're waiting to spend thirty dollars at Taco Bell in the line. Then you sent that tweet, and that inspired me, man. It inspired me a lot, and that's what I'd love to see. Somebody do that. Then watch that guy look like the. We're football. going to the NFL, Cards fans. Twenty nine sixty four. We've got this. You and me together. I've not. I, I still can't find the Yasir Abdullah dad tweet, but apparently he essentially blamed the fans for the players that have transferred out of the program in recent years, which I don't think is fair. But. I think that's again. That, I know you want to come to defense, kid, but you're really in no difference than the people that are we just made fun of too. It's yeah. I, I don't know what. what you, you, there's nothing to. Yeah. What? What? I, that's why I want to know. What is the end game? What do you feel like you're accomplishing by doing it? I don't think there's any truth out of that. And I. I mean, Yasir Abdullah seemed very happy here. Yasir Abdullah also is one of my favorite players that we've ever had. He's an, an awesome guy. He organized, by the way, this weekend. Um, he and Momo Snogo and some other former, current Louisville players yeah. are going to spend their bye week um, going to the center for women and families and nice. engaging in. the you know, some light football activities with some shelter residents there. Um, he's got his own foundation. Because Yusuf Abdullah, he made NIL money and took all of it and gave it to his former high school for upgrades in their facilities. Like, he's – we talk about, like, trying to you – know, Good person. Yeah, trying to, like, hype somebody up as, as why NIL should be a thing and how it's not just players going out and spending it all on video games and doing reckless stuff with money because they're only 19. Yusuf Abdullah is the – prime example of what we want U of L student athletes to be. Uh, and him spending, I wouldn't want him to give it all to this. I mean, it's nice, but you should, keep, you should keep some for yourself. I wouldn't, wouldn't judge you for it, but yeah, but it's still, it's, it's pretty, 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 pretty giving, but that's how he's going to spend his, his Saturday on a bye week is uh, at the center for women and families. I hate to tell you what I'm doing my Saturday cool. on a bye week. Well, you're not, he's, now, he's there at I, 11 a.m. You're now, not going to be awake. Now I feel bad <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, really? What are you going to do, Trevor? I might put on pants. You're probably not. <laughs> nah, but are you wearing Wagner sweatpants today? You haven't Is noticed that? that? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've noticed before. You know, you just, yeah. Go Wildcats. Uh, it's one of my, it's one of the five in rotation. Go, I got like six pairs of sweatpants. I just rotate them. I wear the same, like two pairs of shorts here every day. Now, sometimes I'll go like, sometimes I don't even rotate them like every day. Sometimes like the Wagner will get like two, three days in a row. It happens. And then, then I'll just, yeah. And then, then I'll switch on to something else. But yeah, that's. I've worn these shorts for like two weeks straight, I think. Yeah, I mean, I they're comfortable. The thing is like with the shirt yesterday, Patrick called me out. Like when I get home, like I'm taking the shirt off. 
Like so, like that shirt I wore. Like, I did wear it back to back days. Do you but sit around topless at your home all day? Oh yeah, I don't wear it. Really? Out. Yeah, I don't wear a shirt at home. Wow. I mean, no. I, don't, I mean, if it's, if, it, if I get cold, I maybe put some upper shirt on. But like a lot of times, I'll just walk around. Yeah. Even that Doogie's laughing at me when I do bass games and I'm here by myself. I'm taking the shirt off at the studio. Like if somebody was to show up at the while I'm doing a bat when I was doing a bats game. It's a show of power, man. They'd look in there and in the window and see their shirtless Trevor and some shorts and shoes off and t shirt off. Yeah, take the shoes off too. That's a perfect way to end the second hour here. <laughs> Before we do that though, some pleasure dads apparently aren't trusting the fan base, maybe not trusting the program. You know you can't always trust. Who can I trust? First backers trust. Their experienced portfolio management team provides in-depth insights into their investment philosophy, the economy, <laughs> and relevant industry trends. If you're interested in learning more, visit firstbankerstrust.com. There you're going to find out how they work with each client individually to help you meet all of your financial goals and how they offer a wide range of services, including investment management, trust and estate services, philanthropic services, and financial planning. Again, trust, winning football games, making the most out of your money at Taco Bell. It all starts with trust. First Bankers Trust. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Five o'clock hours on the way next here. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. This is Bo can't rap. Well, what do you know? The dead dog is first up to back. No batteries included and no strings attached. No hope barn. No time for move faking. Got to get to lose so I can bring home the bacon. Brothers front. They say the drop can't flow. But we've been known to do the impossible like Broadway Joe. So sleep if you want. Like cool will help you get your Z's true. Five o'clock hour here at the Mike Rutherford Show. I'm all that and then On a football Thursday. A couple college football games tonight. NFL back. Technically tonight. If you've hated the Thursday, one, if hated the Thursday night games of the last few weeks, hold on, because this week we're gonna save everything with Guardians versus Bears, Commanders <laughs> versus Bears. I always do that, Commanders versus Bears. Which one is the amateur and which one is the professional? Good luck figuring that out by watching these games tonight. I mean, I'm, I'd rather watch Space U, UCF take on Temple than watch the Guardians. The, the, uh, now I'm off confused. The Commanders versus the Bears. I'd rather watch the OB- Guardians. were supposed to be playing the Yankees. Watch the OBW show. Then I would watch the. We do also have West Virginia versus Baylor tonight in the college. Ooh, that, that, that could, could be, be that game. could be fun. I think Baylor will probably beat them, but they're both kind of down. Yeah, well, Baylor's been down the last couple. The Baylor was hot, and they've had the last two weeks where they've struggled because yeah. they've got competition. Tonight is, um, as you mentioned, the. Uh, the Washington, uh, whatever, and then um, the Bears. Ron Rivera playing for his coaching for his job tonight. Maybe they suck. I mean, he. I mean, if you're Carson, I say this as a Lions fan, if you're Carson Wentz, how much do you want to go out there and play for him after the comment he made this week? I know, which is an odd thing to say. I mean, th- these teams are improved. What's the difference between them and you, quarterback? quarterback? What are I mean, you doing? I mean, just what? I mean, really? What was I mean? Was like sleeping with his wife and putting it on YouTube and just not like, too miss too. Too long of a task for you? Just a shameless bus throwing right there. Awful. I mean, you imagine if like they came up to Satterfield and were like, Coach, <laughs> what? we had some trouble rebuilding when other schools have gone past you, it felt like in the same amount of time. What's been the difference between you and Virginia? Quarterback. Quarterback. I mean, granted, he could say defensive coordinator, and we all would be like, yeah, but I mean, that's not really 
It wouldn't be throwing Brian under the bus if it's true. Is it throwing someone under the bus when it's true? Yeah, still a little bit. You still can't. You still can't do it. Like, cause I listen. I I love Carson to a degree. I mean, we don't win the Super Bowl without him. I know he wasn't. You always have a place in your heart. For I know he didn't play in the game, but that team doesn't have the momentum it had going into that into that last three games and into the playoffs. It weren't for the way Carson Wentz played. And so I'm always. I got his jersey. I'm always gonna have a place for him. Arya's name almost was Carson, but. Dude, dude, Carson. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honest, and, and sadly, I think it's a little bit the Eagles' blame. They brought him back that very next year, right away. I don't think he's ever been the same since. Shouldn't play like it. I think he's just. I mean, mentally, we kind of screwed him up, and I'm sorry about that. Now we've talked on the show a lot. First of all, I just saw some news that's going to throw you into another hissy fit, which I'm. Was this a list? I'm excited about. No, it's it's not. <laughs> it's a new remake. Oh God! There's a new Naked Gun film coming out. What? Why? Liam Neeson's starring in it. Liam Neeson's alive? Liam ne- oh, he's very much alive. I thought he's died like a decade ago. Uh, Liam Neeson was dead? <laughs> Liam Neeson's, you know, all the Taken movies? Dude, Liam ne- Oh, no, Liam Neeson. I'm thinking of Leslie, Leslie Nelson. Leslie the guy, Nielsen. The guy who was actually in the movie. Yeah, he's not in this one. He's dead, though, right? Is Leslie Nelson dead? I believe. I mean, he looked like he was 90 in 1988. Leslie Nelson's dead. Okay. I think it's been a while. Yeah, that's what I was. Okay, that's where I got confused for a second. Wait a minute, why is Liam Neeson... Uh, is he going to be the new Leslie Nielsen? Why? I mean, granted, if you think about it, Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor before he did Airplane. He he, that, he was actually like a Broadway actor before he did Airplane and became, you know, end up going into that genre of doing Airplane and Naked Gun and remember the Bram Stoker version one that where he was... The, yeah, it, it's like then somebody... Then he was looking for The Undertaker for a few months. It's like somebody was like, okay, quick, quick, quick. We have to act like we know who the lead's going to be. Who can we get that can play Leslie Nielsen? They're like, what name kind of sounds the same? What do you, first, thing, <laughs> first thing that comes to mind, like Liam Neeson, done. So I'm assuming if they ever do a lethal weapon and Donald Glover's getting the... Uh, Donald Glover's, he's in. He's getting the role next to some other uh, I, uh, Australian white dude. Childish Gambino. He's in it. <laughs> Uh, but we've talked a lot That's today. Why well, remake that movie? It's happening. Uh, we, we've talked a lot today about God, the, the a lot of recruiting notes. We started the show talking about the AJ Johnson news. Him saying, or the report out there that says it's basically Louisville and Texas at the top of his list. How Kenny Payne needs to get this done if it winds up being a situation where all things are equal. Louisville gets the IRP ruling and they're in the clear for the postseason. If it if it just comes down to Louisville, Texas, everything equal. Kenny Payne needs to get it done, get A.J. Johnson, and that process probably starts in, in earnest next weekend for Louisville Live. We so mentioned to so say this, you want to tell Kenny just don't make it weird? I'm not there yet. <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> the Bellarmine game, would, losing that would be more weird. <laughs> would, just, don't be, just don't lose to Bellarmine. Don't lose to Bellarmine, Kenny. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Trenton Flowers, also who's coming to Louisville Live, trimming his list of schools to 13. Louisville was on it. We have a couple of football recruiting notes that, that I promised to get to that we – are going to now other than rhino other than rhino we mentioned rhino yeah. we gotta get rhino but reuben owens number one running oh, back in america man. he now is up to a top 20 player in the updated 24 7 sports next tony dorsett rankings he's clearly a fantastic talent he says he'll be back in town for a second official visit to uofl nice. next weekend as well louisville live weekend nice Bring the football players to Louisville Live. Yeah, why not? Make it a show. Bring the basketball players to the homecoming game. 8 o'clock uh, kickoff against Pitt. Should be a decent crowd. I know that people are still a little bit upset, but it, we won. It's, it's an 8 o'clock game. What else are you going to do? It's Saturday night in October. Should be lovely. It's an 8 o'clock game. You, you get a drunker crowd. Drunker crowd. Livelier crowd. Yeah. 
Could be a good thing if the team's competitive. Could be a bad thing if they're not. Uh, it is homecoming. <laughs> homecoming weekend. All sorts of festivities are going on. I also saw today, just now, during the show, we mentioned Kevin Ware retweeting, uh, sort of implying that he's going to be at Louisville mm-hmm. Live. We now have Jack Harlow on Instagram posting the Louisville Live poster with a emoji of the finger over the lips. Like, shh. Does that mean he's coming? I, don't, I, I think it, I've... I've heard that he's coming for a long time. Don't tell anybody about Louisville Live. (laughs) I've heard he's coming for a while. I don't know if he's the special guest, because if so, it's the most predictable special guest of all time. Yeah, you can't. I mean, just announce him, though, if you're going to do that. You shouldn't, like, tease that as a special guest. That's not... The way that it it was laid out to me was Harlow's going to be involved... But he's not the special guest. I don't know if that's true, and if it is, I hope I'm, I feel bad saying that because then it's like you're. Is Jay Z going to be the special guest? And it's like <laughs> no, it's, it's Harlow. But I, I, he'll be here. This will be his second time doing Louisville Live. But he's he's certainly letting the, the cat out of the bag that he's going to be in town. But he's a, he's a big deal for the kids. It is. I mean, Harlow's, I agree. Harlow's the biggest thing right now in, in hip hop, right? I he's mean, up there. He's got the juice. He's got. He's. Is that what they say? Yeah. He's got the juice. That's what they've been saying for years. Tupac. The juice Good is movie. loose. Um, you get the juice now. I'm glad to see that didn't didn't sour because of OJ. The um, but is, what was this I read about? He's doing like a New York concert based on Louisville or something. It was last night. Okay, what did I read last night? Did he do Louisville? I mean, what was it's like a Louisville themed concert? Like how was it Louisville themed? I don't understand. He that. had like Bryson Tiller came out and did some songs with him. Um, he had a bunch of Louisville acts like the homies came out and did some stuff. He sang a bunch of songs that like primary themes were about Louisville. Okay, um, it was like it was like a night in Louisville in New York. And my okay. buddy, like the Yankees, were at his concert at the Barclays Center a few nights ago. I nice. saw like the, my buddy Dylan was there, and he was sending videos. Did he get a banner? Did, no, he didn't get a banner. I don't think that was Barclays Center, not not Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Barclays Center is cooler than Madison Square Garden nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's still it's nicer still, for sure. It still has the juice, right? It's got some juice. It does have some juice. It's got some juice. Okay. But Harlow being a part of Love Alive will be a good thing for a big recruiting weekend. But Ruben Owens will be there. That's good. That's the good. The bad is that. The rumors keep coming up about visiting other schools. He mentioned at the end of this 24-7 sports report, which was written by uh, Steve Wolfong, he said he's still in communication with both Texas and Texas A&M. He has no trips planned to either Austin or College Station, but did add this. I might visit both. So we need. this isn't just a, hey, I'm coming by to say hi before I get here visit. This is a we need to reassure him why he's coming back here. After this visit, there's only one move here. Give him a jet, two jets. Let let him be part of the homies with with Jack Harlow. Two jets, two, two jets. jets, maybe a jet pack. Let him rap the Harlow song of his his choice on stage. You know it's better than one jet, don't you? Two jets, two jets, two jets. Yeah, better than one. <laughs> Ruben Owens, two jets. One of the special guests is Kenny Smith. Well, could, could you get it? Yes, the, the jet. jet. <laughs> How about the, the special guest is whoever Ruben Owens' favorite celebrity is? Yeah. <laughs> you get to pick. Zendaya, bring her in. Yeah, it's some, get her in. It's just some girl he's trying to hook up with in high school. Selena Gomez, he's bring her in. Yeah. <laughs> college crush, get her get her to Louisville. I Make mean, it happen. Now, that's, that's if she still tells you no after that, dude, then just move on. <laughs> but Ruben Owens taking the visit there, also not. I mean, he I, we at joke. one point in time he did say, "I'm not taking any visits anywhere else." So the fact that he's now saying, "I might visit both Texas and Texas A&M," not exactly reassuring. Okay. But we need to kill it. The, the long and short of everything that we said today is this: we need to kill it with Louisville Live Weekend. Amen to that. And then I know we're joking slightly with Owens, but I'm being I'm being serious. If that is the case, 
That means he's probably just coming back here to just be reminded why he wants to be here more than anywhere. I think so, too. And we we can't just look at this as, oh, hey, Ruben, you know, I, I know there's going to be a lot of focus on AJ and, 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 and Flowers and and whoever the sophomore kid from locally is showing up, he's going to have the time of his life, I bet. Uh, we, you need you need to, you need to make sure Ruben and, and anybody else football wise that's going to be here gets just as much love and attention. I know it's going hard to do because this is a basketball thing, but if you're Sat or you're you know uh, Nocta or Thomas, whoever's you know hanging out with him or, or being with him and putting words in his ears during this, remind him. Just say, hey, listen, I know this is all about basketball, but you, football gets this too. You're just you're, you're just. You, you remember, we love it just as much. I mean, that's not true, but tell them that. Let me point out, like, I don't know if the full players are going. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if they were going, it would seem to be a, a solid move. I don't know if that's the plan. I've got no clue. But if there are football players in town for the weekend, yeah, bring them to Louisville Live. Bring them to the football game yeah, the next might day. bring them to Louisville Live. Because you, know, you know the basketball recruits are going to be going to the football game the yeah, next day. Yeah, let so. them hang out. Yeah, Ruben Owens, best running back in America. Get to know A.J. Johnson, best point guard in America. Boom. Shots fired at D.J. Wagner. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. D.J. who? Yeah, I don't even know who that is. There's only uh, one Wagner I know, and it's on Hubbard's Lane. <laughs> it's spelled differently. It needs two G's and an E. There's no, yeah, I don't, see, I don't see enough G's and E's in this one. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, the other football news uh, of the last 24 hours on the recruiting front is Ruben Bain, one of the uh, the highest profile edge rushers in the 2023 class. He's out of Miami Central. <laughs> That's the guy from American Idol for a second. <laughs> he calls himself Hurricane, is his nickname, Ruben Hurricane Bain. Love it. He announced his top six last night. And most people thought Louisville was not going to be involved in this. Like Louisville has not been on his, you know, seemed to be like a, a big time player. But as list comes out, Alabama, Auburn, Oklahoma, Florida State, Miami, and Louisville. I mean, I feel like we're the Georgia State of that list. Well, that's a lot of these lists, Jeff. That's that's kind of been the story of the twenty twenty three class. Wasn't the the boxer hurricane? Wasn't his name like Ruben something? Ruben Hurricane Carter. Okay, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, okay. That's that's all that. Like, I was trying to think when the Ruben the Hurricane. This one's even sense. better because Hurricane rhymes with Bane. That's true. It does. makes even more sense. So he Ooh, he's Bane from like Batman too. Announced the list last night. He's a he's four star prospect, but he's a top one hundred overall player in virtually every ranking that's out there. He's the number eighty nine overall player in the class according to the 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings and the number 10 defensive lineman in America. He's been seen by a lot of people as a, you know, it's kind of a battle between the Blue Bloods that I just mentioned, Alabama, yeah. Auburn, uh, and Florida State. But, I mean, if Louisville's on the list, it seems like he's interested in visiting. Seems I, like he's interested in giving us a shot. Before you get mad at me, because you already just said it, and maybe I'd have been here because I was thinking about Ruben Carter. Miami Central. So he's from Miami. Yes. And what was his measurements? He is 6'2", 250. Again, he's put some weight on these kids. Man. He's an edge rusher, not a well. Not, not a okay, he's an, okay, you're right. Edge rusher. That that's 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 okay. Two fifties, Stanton. That's that borderline. Can he put his hand down and stand up at the same yeah. time? Yeah. And I mean, he's he's 18 years old, 17 years old. Oh, he'll put a little bit on. Don't he'll get me wrong. Yeah, I know he will. Ways. I know he will. Uh, but that was a a good football news there. The recruiting him Taco Bell with 30 bucks. <laughs> give, him, give him that extra two bucks. He'll be good. That's the way to do. <laughs> Um, I like how he's nicknamed the Hurricane in Miami, though. I wonder if that can't go over well. Well, I mean, above they have the hurt the Miami Hurricane. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, he's he's viewed as a Miami lean, according to uh, some people out there. But the Hurricane going to the Hurricane. We're gonna get Madden Sanker on him. Madden Sanker. What a great torpedoing him, everybody who wants to go to Miami. Get him to go to Louisville. That's right. Texas did Ruben Owens get that tat removed yet? No. Nope. Still got it. No. He's not. He's not changing it. Tats are forever. Nobody's yeah. ever had a tattoo removed or changed. Ever. No, or altered. No, it's not the way it works. No, it's, no. You get a tattoo, you have committed yourself to that location and that, that tattoo for life. True love never changes. 
Texas is still waiting for that Twitter follow, Mike, from Samson. Oh, Samson, I'll follow you. You don't follow him? I guess not. I'll follow him. I mean, I wanted to get mad, but like, why didn't you ask me for a Twitter follow? You probably already follow him. Uh, do I? I don't know. I don't even know. Samson? I want to talk to Samson. Samson, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Boom, done. Just followed him. I'm assuming this is, yeah, it's same Samson. My do God. I follow him? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Phil Rich does. Popped right up my Twitter. Wow. Well, that, I mean, I need to get well, on the board with this. Why do you need my follow if you've got Phil Rich? Yeah. What do you care get? about us? Or uh, you? He didn't even. He didn't even bother asking me for a follow. <laughs> Texas. Like, the more times that I see pictures of uh, John, the more and more he looks like Trevor's kid. I seriously need to see a picture of a DNA test. LOL. <laughs> I'm gonna get a picture. I'm gonna find. My, I'll ask my mom because pictures of me are hard to get a find because you know we didn't have digital cameras when I was a kid. Yeah. And like the, the the those a lot of the pictures I don't know are put away somewhere. I need to find a picture of me as a baby and do like a side by side comparison. John does he his new thing is he just loves he wants to wrestle on the bed all the time. He oh well, that's that sounds like me, my boy. Yeah, puts his head down, thinks it's the fun. If I'm like rolling around with him, like kind of throwing him down, he's like laughing his ass he's off. Probably about he's probably about big enough to whoop you anyway, isn't he? He's getting there. I was gonna say he's, he's, he's got about a few more years. Once he starts walking, I'm done. He's not walking yet, but Once he's, he starts uh, to be able to get a head start and, and spearing you. We've got his his first birthday two weeks from today. I gotta remember. What am I gonna get him? What does he want for his birthday? You don't need to get him. Anything. What does he want? You, I'm, don't, you don't need to get him. Anything. I'm not gonna be that kind of father. Not that's not gonna be my dad. Okay, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Texas is George Washington III going to be at Louisville Live? Now that's a good question. There's been a lot of buzz around GW3. I can call him that because I know him personally. I don't, but I'm just saying that there's been a lot of buzz around him in the last, I guess, 48 hours or so. I think Jake Weingarten who has been following recruiting for a long time. This was brought up heavily on yeah. Tuesday with Rashawn. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't didn't know if you guys talked about it. He went we on did. a uh, radio show here locally. I, I don't specify because I don't remember which one it was. You just don't hate this. I, trust me. Radio I, war. You clearly would. I, 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 mean, I talked about Diener's show yesterday. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I, I know, have no problems giving props to different stations. I just don't know which one he went on. I hate you. But he had said, <laughs> yeah, whichever one it was, you're my least favorite. He uh, he had said that he thinks George Washington III is going to go to Louisville. He thinks right now he's a Louisville yeah. lean. He's got he's got inside with some. He's, I mean, he's a decent insider, right? Yeah, I mean, he's especially when it comes to kids that are from this area. Like he's a kid himself too, which is crazy. I think he's a junior in college now. He's young. He goes we, to U of L. He had we had him on uh, with uh, TJ one time. And you could tell he's young. But he the common thought when he decommitted from Ohio State was probably a Dayton lean. His dad coaches on the women's staff there. Makes sense. He lives now in the city of Dayton. Yeah. Plays right there in the area. And Dayton's been recruiting at a, a high level for them in recent years. They're supposed to have a good team this year. But he apparently is planning a visit to Louisville. I don't know if it's for Louisville Live, but he's the reports have been out there that he's working on, on making an, an official visit to Louisville. But, I mean, he's a kid. He's Again, this is a four-star player, back end of the top 100. I think he's right around like between that, that sort of 75 to 90 area. But he's one of the better shooters in this class. And we have been lacking in deadly outside shooters in, in recent years. And if following college basketball for any amount of time has showed you anything, it's that you cannot win at the highest level without some knockdown shooters. I mean, we ran that offense last year, and people were like so mad at Ross McMahon's. There was a lot of times where it was like, we're getting wide-open shots. We're just not making anything. Uh, you've got to have shooters in, in this day and age. The three-ball is so important. And – I mean, we're recruiting a lot of big-time athletes. We're not recruiting a lot of knockdown outside shooters. He is that. He he would fill that void. I do love the – he is in Kentucky but is going to go to Ohio State. Then he moves to Ohio. 
And now he's going to go to school. Could, might, could potentially go to Kentucky. And, and, and also with the whole Dayton ties, I mean, is he like their DJ Wagner? Like he's like, we hired his dad. We brought him <laughs> here. We, like we're like he's. I mean, because I mean, let's no no offense to Dayton. I know you're you're one of their proud alum, or at least you went there for a semester. Two years. I stopped. I stopped by on the campus and had a drink once. Um, is that you know like George Washington's probably a pretty big recruit for their school level, right? He would be. Now they're recruiting. I mean, they're recruiting better in recent years. They, they've nabbed. Some, I mean, I get they're going to go after guys that are bigger than him, but the religious. Yeah, re- top one hundred recruits yeah. are always going to be big at a place like Dayton yeah. for sure. Um, now they they're recruiting in better waters now. Like they're supposed to be like top twenty five good this year. They're, they're going to have a good team, and they're of course tortured Dayton fans. I feel so bad for them above anybody else that lost their twenty twenty tournament. Yeah, that was. I mean, they're never going to be a one. I mean, Earl Grant, he's still great, right? He's still there. No, um, when, Anthony Grant. Anthony Grant. Why well, say Earl Grant? Earl Grant's the coach at Boston College. Yeah, Anthony Grant. That's what I meant. I did him. You know, I meant the right guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I actually like him as a guy. I think he's perfect yeah. fit for Dayton too. Alabama was probably a little, little too high up for him. He's probably better off at a Dayton, and, and some, that's sometimes that's the right fit for some coaches. It, it works that way in football too, Satterfield. Yeah. <laughs> some people are more just comfortable being in Boone. Uh, but if we did get George Washington III, like, he's not a, he's not the type of guy that's going to vault your recruiting class from like number eighteen in the country all the way up to like number six. But I think he fills a void that right now is there. You, you've got Caleb Glenn, you've got Curtis Williams. Both of those are kind of big-bodied forwards that are going to do the bulk of their damage inside the arc. Like, Curtis Williams is, is a good outside shooter, but that's not supposed to be, I guess the strong. I mean, some people say it's the strongest part of his game. I still, if you're a six-seven versatile forward. Like that's what I'm trying to say is George Washington III is a knockdown shooter. Like that's what he's going to come here to do. And he's and only, he's only like six two though, isn't he? He's a small guy. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think you need a guy like that in the class. Like no, he, I agree. He, he fills. He fits a niche. I think he'd be a great addition. But I don't know if you heard this, but to win a basketball game, it does help to hit shots. Got to make shots, Jeff. I mean, got to make shots. Of all the things you need to do, first and foremost, you you got to hit shots. If you're playing football, got to make plays. Yeah, basketball. <laughs> Got to make shots, shots man. Make shots. Um, but he would, uh, I think, help a lot with the recruiting class. Yeah, he's 6'2", 165 pounds. He's the number 76 overall player in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. So a guy that's not going to play a lot freshman year but can can give you sparing minutes, maybe 8 to 10 minutes a game at most. Sure, or come and, down in, in situational basketball. Yeah, and then sophomore year, put a little muscle, get a little bit more get a little more uh, uh, rounding off your skills. And then, I mean, I could see that being a SIVA, a SIVA type uh, progression. Yeah, I mean, he's he obviously will play a different role, but he. Well, I meant in terms of the impact and the playing time and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the other guy you compare could compare him to is Devin Ree coming in this year. Like, we'll probably see Devin Ree in spurts. You know, you, you put him mm-hmm. into a game. Yeah. If guys aren't making outside shots and you, if he goes on a heater, you just let him roll. But there are probably going to be some games where he plays two minutes, not at all. Others where he plays 15 because he's he's knocking down shots. When it averages out somewhere between eight and 10 minutes a game. Sure. Yeah. I, I can see George Washington the third playing that role if he does come here as a freshman. And then, like you said, progressively getting more and more time, especially if he improves on the defensive end. Uh, but he's he, – I'd, I'd be excited on. to have him, yeah. to answer the question. I, I think you'd, you'd be excited to have him. But, again, you still need that – it would be a recruiting class that has really nice complementary pieces. You still need that centerpiece, that, that focal point, that crown jewel. And that's where the whole got to get A.J. Johnson conversation comes back. All comes around to it. It does. All comes back to A.J. We'll take a break. Uh, it's 530 here. We will let you – the text line carry us home. We'll answer some texts after the break at 502-414-1450. Uh, people have thoughts on you being shirtless at home. We'll, we'll get to those thoughts. Well, they, want, they want to come by and say They're yeah. visualizing. They, oh. they like it. Oh, well, don't. I mean, 
If it's, it's the wife's doing that, then the husband's better hold on because it's going to be a wild night at their house. Uh, we'll come <laughs> back. We'll get to all that good stuff. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on Thursday on 1450 and 96.1, Inside, you know this whole song. Flip on the telly, wrestle with Jimmy. Well, that's perverted thinking. Something Thing is bubbling behind, behind my back. You know she. So the, this whole song, you know, it's about like an alcoholic father. Yes, it is. And he said, like, <laughs> he wrote it because he didn't know his dad that whole much growing up. He basically was raised by his stepfather, his mom. But one of the few pictures that he had of his dad was like him drinking a beer and looking like kind of drunk when he was a kid. And so he, he's like, I guess as a kid, I just like formed this whole idea that he was an alcoholic. And finally, my mom was like, no. <laughs> he was just a drunken picture. They're like, he drank sometimes. Like, he was never an alcoholic. He's like, oh, well, I wrote this whole song. Great song. Ended up becoming a great song. Is this yeah. song mainly popular because of Guitar Hero, though, too? I have no idea. Oh, you didn't know it was a guitar? Oh, yeah, it was good. Like yeah, you didn't play guitar? I know because I just liked Weezer. I mean, Weezer was... Yeah, this is great, Weezer. I mean, that that, that first Weezer album... I mean, I, I don't... I'm not Weezer just gone on to other great albums, I guess, some Weezer fans, but I guess is it the blue album, I think it is, or is it blue or green? I forget my color. It's got this song and a sweater song. If you want to destroy my sweater... Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Grab this thread as I walk away... As I walk away. People let me know, by the way, during the break, that I have not delivered on the, the news about a potential injury on the football team. Uh, so I'll that was, do, Is that the only thing we didn't cap, though? On, I think on we've, the gotten, we've gotten to most things. We so. got, okay, because I almost spoiled it when I went through your timeline and I saw what you think you're talking you did, about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that now because okay. Keith Wynn caught this. Uh, Amari Huggins-Bruce, wide receiver we can ill afford to lose at this point no, with the yeah. receivers <laughs> being so deep, but he is our, our best kind of deep threat at this point, our best, most explosive wide receiver. He tweeted out and then quickly deleted at 141 this afternoon, out for two games, but when I get back up, when I get back, it's up. He quickly deleted that. I'm not encouraged by that. That's not, I mean, not good that news at all. He's probably out for two games and like the coaching because you know, you know, you know, football coaches are they don't want anybody to know anything more than a day ahead of time. Right. I mean, yeah, we didn't let anybody know about Malik last week, but I think yeah, everybody knew everybody that he wasn't going to play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's still making public. So I mean, if Huggins is out for two games, I could see them being like. Tomorrow on a, on a Friday news dump, being like, you know, he's questionable, and then on Saturday him just not play, and then when they ask him about, it, be like, well, we're still looking into it, knowing he's not going to play play for two games. Yeah, and that I mean, these That's, are two games where against Pitt and Wake Forest, 
I mean, what's wrong? He's going to be up. You're probably going to have to win with with offense. I mean, the defense maybe will step up, but Pitt, well, and, Pitt and Wake Forest both can put up points. Yeah, Wake Forest, especially in Pitt. I mean, God knows how much they're going to. Their, their running back's going to have like 500 yards. We're going to look like Wagner and Central probably on that game. Jeez, you're now versus hit another go ahead home run. Jeez, Astros lead three two. Well, of course they're probably reading signs. I mean, but, if you're a Houston fan, I mean, you got to be. I mean, okay, I don't want to get distracted, but but not good news uh, on the, the. I mean, we talked about who has to step up when you know, uh, uh, D Wiggins went down. Now it's Mario Huggins Bruce who was stepping into more of the D Wiggins role. I mean, no, now who's going to step up for him? Not to be mean, but when D Wiggins went down, did anybody notice? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, Mario Huggins Bruce changed spots. He got more reps for. Um, you know, the the walk on for Manuel who caught the touchdown pass. We've seen more of Bell in recent weeks. Yeah. Um, guys have played different roles because that Braden Smith has moved over to a different role. Um, I think now with Mario Huggins Bruce, you're going to have more shuffling and more guys having to step up and, and get more reps. I mean, what's and, and this isn't like, I mean, this isn't like we got a game on Saturday. He's out for two weeks. He clearly thinks he's out for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, with the bye week. I mean, I'm assuming injury. I guess potentially it could be like a, a suspension or something. Uh, but the way that the tweet is phrased, it makes it sound like a an injury type deal. But not good news anyway. You slice it. Hopefully he's back and ready to go for James Madison. He played in the last game though, didn't he? When he, he, he did, and he looked. Keith went back and like looked at the tape, and he was like, was he like, looked fine at the end of the game. He was he was in reps like towards the end. He was. I don't remember his stat line or anything, but he had a couple of. Uh, he certainly was targeted a few times. I think he yeah. caught four passes. Maybe um, he was he was out there and it looked fully healthy. I don't know what happened, but things happen. It's Practice football, Trevor. Probably, yeah. Things happen. By the way, we mentioned... Except in Thursday night football games, nothing's happening. No, that's we mentioned James <laughs> Madison, You know their road to being undefeated and still in the top 25 when they play Louisville in that game uh, four weeks from now. And Marshall was one of the bigger hurdles. Marshall loses at home last night to Louisiana 23-13, so that may not be quite as large of a hurdle as we thought it was going to be. Hey, don't underestimate Louisiana. Well, both teams were 0-2 in the Sun Belt going into last night. Uh, Louisiana now 1-2 in the Sun Belt, uh, getting the, the 23-13 road, road win over the Thunder. There's a reason why those Cajuns are raging. The herd was not thundering last night. <laughs> My buddy said, a friend he went to Marshall, we used to call them the thundering nerds. It's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was, I was like, we're, get Woody Allen on the phone. I got a joke. He's going to hire me as a writer. <laughs> But with Teddy Bridgewater on the practice field today for Miami on a limited and non-contact basis, another step in the concussion protocol, they're hoping he's going to be eligible to go this weekend. Yeah, but I mean, according to the new rule, the protocol is pointless anyway because if you whether you pass or fail it, you're, you have to you have to set up the game. Yeah, this is the new protocol. So they basically called they basically annoyed themselves to protocol point useless. Well, <laughs> after the fact, no, but oh. in the games, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. Don't don't. I don't know what the solution is. Don't trying. give me my boomer started mode on this one. They should play with no helmets. I mean, I'm. I'll, I mean, listen, I I know this is not. You're a 30 year old man. You know the risk. If you want to go out there and play because you may have concussion syndromes and go out there and play, dude. This isn't a kid. This isn't high college where you you need to have adults tell them and no. It's a 30 year old man. He wants to. He he knows. The, if he doesn't know the risk, then probably won't be bad if he gets it. Because <laughs> I mean, he's not losing any intelligence. <laughs> Well, he's uh, he hopefully will be able to play on Sunday. Should he be good to go? I hope he does too. Texture says I'm just mad because I started him in a stream on one of my teams as a streaming quarterback this week and got zero points out of that stupid rule. People now are just sending images of what they think you look like at home. There's some white this, good white Goodman vibes. Um, if you're sending fat bastard, you're as unoriginal as a Taco Bell. That's joke. white Goodman. That's not fat bastard. Oh, okay. 
that's White Goodman from um, uh, Dodgeball. And then there's this. Oh, that's the same thing. Somebody sent that in. Peter Griffin with your face on it, <laughs> holding a gun behind. I wish him. I wish I didn't have. I wish I had the body hair of Peter Griffin. That's you doing the um, the, the character from Schindler's List. That's the <laughs> the movie I haven't seen. You still never seen Schindler's List? Remember we talked about this because I thought the I thought the place was in Wisconsin. Oh, Auschwitz. Yeah. <laughs> I still thought you'd seen that. That shockingly did not lead me to believe that you haven't seen Schindler's no, List. No, it's weird. Like, because that movie, when that movie came out, I was like, what, like 14 years old. And I was like, I have no desire to see this as a 14 year old. And I just, it's just one of those movies that I, I, I do need to watch. And I just never have gone and like sat down and watched it, though. It's not, it's not going to be an uplifting viewing for you. No, but I mean, still, it's still a good movie. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a really good movie. I love Ralph Fiennes and, and everybody that's in it, but I just. I don't know why. I guess it's I got to be in that mood to sit down and watch it. Yeah, you have to be in the right headspace for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. Texas, what happened to Braden Smith? Also, Trevor answered that phone. Oh, the phone don't even start. Yeah, Braden Smith, if you're talking about his, I don't know if you're talking about his court case. I know it got. Well, kicked. I haven't. Have we even seen Braden Smith on the courts and on the field since he threw the great pass against Syracuse? Yeah, he played last week. He caught uh, multiple passes, returns punts every game. Are you sure he caught multiple passes? I'm pretty sure. You're pretty loose with all the Brock Doman. Well, you're talking Doman hit a lot more than 17 completions last week. 17. I mean, Hudson caught seven. Ford caught four. Yeah. I think Braden Smith caught four. Mind if I just I feel like I don't hear his name enough anymore. Well, you, you don't don't you watch games without the sound? No, not necessarily. Didn't you watch the last game without sound? Didn't you say that? Uh, maybe no. Braden Smith didn't have a catch. He didn't. Oh. Huggins Bruce was he the one who had four then? Yeah, Huggins Bruce had four. Wicks had four. Who? That's Virginia, never mind. Oh, I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> Reese still... Turner had one. Dwayne Martin had one. Yeah. Okay, he's returning punts. I guess that's what I'm. Yeah. When's the last time you had a catch in a, actual in like in a game? It's been a while. I feel like. Like I, I seriously don't feel like I've heard his name mentioned hardly at all in like in game action. Now, if you're a punt returner, I don't hear your name. That's like offensive lineman not hearing your name. He had two against BC. Did he? Okay. He's not doing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, you just I, had very high expectations for Braden Smith. Well, it's not that I had expectations. I guess I had just expectations. Like he has. I don't think he's even reached like what would be considered expectations, has he? In, he had, terms, in terms of being a receiver, he hasn't. No, he hadn't done much for sure. Uh, I no. mean, he. I don't know if it's still lingering effects from the injury or it's just it could be other guys stepping up and and being more available than he is. But he's as a receiver has not done much. His greatest impact has without question been punt return, which. Not exactly broken a big one, but he hasn't screwed up, which is all yeah, you ask for for a punt return. He's only had three games where he's had catches. Jeez. Three against Central Florida, five against Florida State. He had five against Florida State, and two against uh, Boston College, as you mentioned. Well, I mean, I don't have targets listed. I'd like to know that, but I don't think those are really booming either. He had a big drop in the was it the FSU game, I think. Well, that was the game he had five catches. Down play, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's being targeted apparently a lot in that game. Texas says, uh, what's your favorite pie from Dan the Man? Uh, I'm uh, Kentucky bourbon, Kentucky uh, pecan pie with chocolate chips. I like the classic. It's a bourbon, Kentucky bourbon pie. I like the much. classic Kearns Derby pie. My favorite pie though is homemade pie and ice cream kitchen, the chocolate covered cherry pie. I get it for my well before I, I couldn't get it this year because all this stuff. Yeah, and unfortunately, but I would get it for my birthday every single year. And they don't have it available on the uh, DoorDash app. Oh, that's a tough. You, have to, you do have to call and ask ahead of time. Yeah, you can go in there and get slices, but if you want the whole thing, you got to call. It. Well, I just want a slice because I ordered. They got slices there, then, but not again. Not available on DoorDash, unfortunately. You can walk in. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> like I, I, I'm talking, but you're not hearing English. <laughs> they don't have it on DoorDash. Texas says I got strawberry cake though. That's good. Samson says thanks for the follow. Another Texas says I'm still waiting for that follow too. I follow you. Follow me back. I'm one of those 63k <laughs> that follow you that you don't follow. Please find me on there. You gotta give me your name. 
Okay, are you, you're not you're not the you follow me, I follow you guy, right? That's not you. Well, no, clearly not. Yeah, yeah. I'm never I'll do it if someone follows me and they ask me for a follow. I'll be I, I always I, do when people ask me. I try to be nice, yeah. but yeah, I'm not don't expect it if you follow me, I'm just gonna follow you right back. Texas says, serious take. I don't think many in the fan base are fired up about Louisville Live. I think many of us patiently waiting for actual games, for reaction between scandals, drama, and many losses in recruiting. I think we are fatigued with events like Louisville Live and the social media stuff. I'm kind of getting that sense, and I hope it's not true just because, again, we need this weekend to be a big thing if we're going to land some of these recruits, I think, and if we're going to get some momentum behind the program. But I have noticed that I mean, there doesn't seem to be as much buzz behind Louisville Live as there was even – during the Mac years um, when we did it. And I don't know if maybe that's me misinterpreting. Maybe it's going to, to be a great crowd uh, and everyone's going to be pleasantly surprised. But I do feel like there's been a lack of just, just to use the word again, just buzz from the fan base about this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't get, I mean, I, I, I'm, we're talking about it because it helps recruiting. But as if I was a fan, like, you know, Joe the Plumber driving in his car right now, not in where I'm sitting here with you. Little live would just be like okay, I would. There'd be one of those things that I would probably go watch the news at night, and they show highlights, and I go, oh crap, that was tonight. It probably doesn't help that expectations for the season are so low overall. Like, but also, it's just something. I know you've got a new coach. It's and still there's new. excitement for that, but I think if if this team were even projected to be like top twenty five, good, there'd be more, you know, people excited about it. More people like ready to see this team. I think it's just the. The heels. I think the Texas right. I think the heels of everything that's transpired over the last few years is just weighing on people. Well, that makes with the fact that I mean, this is this is still a young thing for Louisville doing. I mean, and in the time Louisville's done it, they've been anything far from the, the levels that they expect to be at. I mean, didn't Louisville Live start with Mac? Yeah, they've done it three times. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been huge success every time. Yeah, I mean, and that's great. But I'm just saying, there's if you're not getting, I mean, it's still it's still young. I mean, three years. It's not like. Not, you know, they haven't, we haven't been doing it for a decade or decades, like, you know, a big blue madness or something like that. Which, by the way, is tomorrow night, I believe. Mm-hmm. But n- no, but I mean, I think that, that would be all the more reason to think if it's been a rousing success three times that they've done it, why would it drop off significantly when you got a new head coach that the fan base seems to be pretty excited about? Um, but I, I think it's even in those all three years that we've done it with Mac, we had one Mac was new and we also weren't as. I think scarred and just like emotionally depleted as we are right now. And people were, were really excited about Chris Mack. I thought that team well, could potentially be okay. In defense in that first year, we thought we were about to get our IRP sanctions that year. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was, we were like, well, we're going to get the sanctions here soon. We were not. And, and then, we're going to know. And then in year two, I mean, you had a, a team that was in a lot of preseason top five rankings, certainly in top mm-hmm. 10. Yeah. Uh, people were excited about the season overall year three. You didn't have it because COVID. And then last year, you know, obviously wrongly, there were some people who thought that team could be competitive. And I think also just the the overall lure of like turning it into a night where you're at the basketball thing and then you're walking over to Churchill Downs and placing some bets, that, that made it into a, a cool event that people wanted to see. But this year, I think there's – I don't know, man. Like There's a – it's just it feels like it's down. But hopefully it, it gets picked up in the next eight days because we need that place to be packed. Because, you know, because Big Blue Madness, Louisville Live, these are all just like kind of – Versions of what was Midnight Madness. I mean, it's just like little, they've moved it to times. I feel like mid, the Midnight Madness theme has become like Halloween uh, trick or treating to kids. Like used to go out like when it's dark. Now they're trick or treating at like two in the afternoon. Like they, they moved Midnight Madness like you know in the afternoon slash early evenings now. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was the well, one? The teams are practicing now. <laughs> you I, know, know, I know. It used to be because it was the only time you could practice like October fifteenth. Um, and I missed the old Midnight Madness thing as a kid. I thought that was cool. But I did too. Two two parts. One, who started Midnight Madness? 
You've asked this before, and I didn't know the last time. Let the Drizzle in Maryland. There you go. And second, do you remember the Patino Midnight Madness? We've talked. We had a whole segment about that. I yeah. mean, what was it called? Do you remember? I don't. That this is a question. I went. I didn't go to it. Uh, so, but I don't. I'm, I'm, this is like me, not a trivia question. I can't remember what it was called. It was. It was not. It was like a Louisville. It was just called Midnight Madness Louisville. It had some sort of generic name, but I, we looked up the, the little card where he had all the directions that he wanted. Oh yeah, to yeah, do. yeah. And it was the one time it lasted once, and that was it. It was terrible. It I mean, was he, awful. He realized it wasn't like he was never going to be competitive with Big Blue Madness, so he's like, "Well, now I'm not going to do it." Yeah. Um. Texas, hey, coach, if you want fans to show up for Louisville Live, maybe reach out and talk more than once every six months. <sighs> I don't know if that's the issue. Also, I don't. It know. would help, but I don't. I don't think that that's. The problem for the majority of fans. I mean, I guess it's, it wouldn't hurt, but like I, wa- I was watching highlights of Kenny Payne giving the statements at like at the media days. Not exactly the most charismatic charismatic guy. I mean, kind of not can put you to sleep by giving you just a basic answer. I don't know if we need we need him the mic in his hands. He doesn't feel comfortable with the mic right now in his hands. I don't think as much. See, that was the the. The opposite take of what most people were given yesterday, though, was like he needs to do this more. He's good at it. Like it, the fan base was galvanized. Like we need to hear from him more than once every six months. I watched him doing a stand-up interview with somebody. And I won't say the name, but I could watch that guy. I could watch the interviewee's eyes look over and going, "Oh Lord, this is boring." <laughs> I, I thought he was good yesterday. I, 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 mean, I like I, the. Just, I like the answers. There's no charisma to it. I mean, it's just it's like I don't know. Yeah, it's just it, it, yeah. It just it, it just it just seems just. You want to juggle? I don't, I don't know. Show some emotion, maybe. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's just—it's not who he is. It's straightforward. I get and that. And again, none of the stuff matters until the game starts. If, if he wins doesn't. a lot, people are going to love him for his straightforward approach. If not, then people are going to be mad that he's not talking enough. You know, because you have—you can already see that the like the people who are so pro Kenny Payne, like he's going to kill it. He's going to be the best thing that's ever happened here. Like their response to everything right now is like this guy moves in silence. Like he, he doesn't have to be. Outward about everything. He doesn't have to let you know what's going on. He's got it covered. That's Trust fine. in KP. And the other side is like, this guy's not talking because he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he's, he's, no, I don't think it's that. And, but but I mean, you see where the factions are going. Yeah. And the reality is, nobody knows until he starts coaching. One of these sides, one of these talking points is going to go mainstream depending on how the season goes and how recruiting goes. If he gets his ass kicked this year and we look worse than we did last year, God forbid, then people are going to say he doesn't know what he's doing. He's, he's not talking because he's clueless. If he kills it, people are going to talk about you know, who he doesn't need to talk. He's he's he knows what he's doing. He's not an outward brash guy. He moves in silence. Trust in KP. We told you this whole time. Like that's going to be the the, the party line moving forward. It all comes down to again the theme of the show. It all comes down to how he wins and how he loses. I just I guess I guess this I'm just spoiled with Patino for so long. Even Crum had was charisma. Had charisma. It's not gonna be like that. I mean, even Mac for all his faults had all the had, you know was. He didn't like uh, talking though. No, but he didn't I mean, do as many interviews. As but those but when guys. he's doing, you know, he's doing, he's cutting wrestling promos on Cal, and you know that that type of stuff. I mean, that's that can get. That you, was never supposed to see the light of day, though. I don't care. It was still. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking about Eric Woodrow. I'm talking about the one from his like office. Oh, that one. Yeah, that was a pure wrestling. That, that was, was good. That was wrestling promo one on one. It was good, and I loved it for it. I mean, he and he. I mean, listen, I, I, don't get me wrong. I will take boring, flat, put me to sleep, no charisma, for co- to, to get a coach that Just knows how to do it. Yeah, any day. Just I don't playing. care. But and he does and maybe he's not like that and you know off the record, you know cameras on him. He's talking to one on one person. I guess who he is. He does have more energy. But some people and I think he's one of them. Maybe he's just not used to having the, the mic in his hand and being the one being interviewed. He just he he, does, he just comes off just real quiet and shy almost. I think he's pretty level. I, mean, I think that's who he is. I think that's, yeah. that's his personality. And sometimes at Louisville though, you need to have that. You need to have that oomph in the, with the. And he may, it'll come though. Give him time. Texas uh, is this going to be like Woodstock '99 where they keep expecting a special guest and it just never comes. 
There has been a part of me that has. There's been a part of me that has wondered when they keep doing this, this teasing it. If like they've got Harlow and they're like, if he has to be the special guest, he can be. But we think we might be able to get somebody else. We, you know, could Jay Z come? Like he said, maybe. Like we'll try to work it out. Could Beyonce come? But like if not, we always have Harlow to fall back on. Like there's a part of me that has kind of wondered if that's what's happening. That would not surprise me. So the lesson here is not give everyone candles. Please no. Not, no not, fire. Keep Sluggerfield alive. Well, is is there is there a rave hanger at the, at the Louisville Live? Texas, maybe Ruben Owens, Ruben Owens just likes coaches on the hot seat. Louisville, Texas, and Texas A&M, <laughs> he must like the damsel in distress. Is Texas on the hot seat? I mean, I don't think Stark is right he now. He should be, but I don't think he is. Yeah, I mean, they just blasted Oklahoma. He's riding high. I know, yeah. Well, he's not allowed to. Remember, he's on the, he's on the wagon. I don't know. <laughs> I always remember, is it on the wagon sober or off the wagon sober? On the wagon, you're sober. Okay. I off never... the wagon means you're drinking again. Okay, I never could remember that one. Texture says, uh, did you see the nice article in the Curious Journal about Coach Walls loading back up the UofL women's team, a double-double machine coming from Utah, the Florida State player that was lights out against us last year, also coming along with a new point guard that's supposed to be very good. Coach Walls looking like he might have another Final Four team in the works again this year. Okay, two things. One, did you say Curious Journal? That's what he said. Okay, and second, if somebody's listening to this on, on skimming speed, they are screwed. I'm trying. Well, you we can distract. I'm trying to get to his main. We have two minutes here. I'm trying to get to as many texts as possible. But to answer the text, Jeff Walsh is killing it in the transfer portal. He is. Like he's establishing himself as one of the best coaches when it comes to getting transfers and just reloading. And also, kind of just brutally, he does it a lot of times with players from the, the conference. Like he's. We've, so insulting. We've taken too. Syracuse's best players the last couple of years. We had any time some player like lights us up in a loss, their coach has to be like. Okay, I wish wish you hadn't done that because now after the season <laughs> Jeff's coming for you, and sure enough, that's kind of what we've been doing. But and they will win with him. He's I, I like that he came out and said because the preseason expectations for this year's team aren't going to be as high as last year's. I've seen them in these early top twenty fives. They're typically around like nine, ten, eleven, somewhere around there. Where last year they were three, four, five, and he was like, "I'm telling you right now, this team's good enough to win a national title." How are we drop? I mean, I know we lost the girl from Syracuse, Emily Angsler, who was so good down the stretch. But I mean, we brought almost everybody else back, didn't we? We lose. Um, I mean, Van L- Ben List back. Olivia I mean, Cochran. We have Haley Van List back. Macasa um, Robinson's back for another year. We yeah. brought a bunch of transfers back in. I think Peyton. Uh, I feel like we brought Van like Verholz majority of our role. roster. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why we would. I, I'm. I don't know about these people. Maybe I listen. I, I what you can when I know about women's basketball, you can probably you know fit into one of Mike's shirts how small it is, but. The, not that small. It's a medium. It's mediums. It's a medium. <laughs> You're wearing Mary's clothes. Uh, I've lost a lot of weight recently. I Leave bought her pants yesterday. It was embarrassing. Um, so, I mean, but I still think, I mean, I look at this team and think, I'm, I'm, I'm my expectations are Final Four. I think that's fair. Uh, they should be really good again. Yeah. I mean, and it's the, it's like the Dan McDonald thing. Like, fairly or unfairly, that's just kind of where we are with yeah. these teams. Like, we just expect them to be Final Four good every year. And it's probably not an accurate testament to just how tough it is to get to that level. All right, tonight, uh, no baseball because we got the Mariners, Astros going now, and the Yankees game has been postponed. We do have college football real quickly. Uh, Baylor, West Virginia. Baylor is a three point road favorite. Who you got? Baylor. Cover two. I'm saying Baylor wins. Baylor I covers. like Baylor today, yeah. Uh, the Space U game, UCF is hosting Temple. By the way, UCF still no losses outside of us. They're 4-1 overall, 1-0 in the AAC. They are a 23-and-a-half-point home favorite. I'll say UCF wins but does not cover. You know what? Just because I just I just hate them right now so much because <laughs> they won't embrace Disney. <laughs> they dropped the golden. And Gus Malzahn just hates old people and dogs. 
I'm I'm going right now. I'm taking Temple with the upset. Uh, guaranteed. This doesn't go on our our. our no, no, we're just we're paying. guaranteed to torture everybody who watches once again for another Thursday night, eight fifteen Prime Video, Soldier Field, Commanders, Bears, Washington is a one point road favorite. Uh, TK, who you got? People wonder why I do drugs. Um, when get games like this, I'm going. Uh, is that Washington? It's at Chicago. No. Um, I'm taking the Bears to win tonight. Uh, give me Bears five to three. Maybe Bears. Bears five three. It no, it'll be well. Bears offense is awful. I'll say Bears uh, win. I'm gonna go funky. I'm gonna go eighteen to fourteen. Five three. Five three Bears. Uh, everyone enjoy the football tonight. Enjoy Try as best you can, or watch something else. Maybe a better the Dahmer things out there. If you want to see some true evisceration, I'm going to watch the Ice Team movie afterwards tonight, uh, surviving the game. There he is. I'm sure he'll have thoughts tomorrow. Uh, everyone have a fantastic Thursday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow, right back here for a Football Friday episode at three o'clock.